Dream peeper. That's my purse. It's my dream. I don't know you. I never said you could grab my butt, squeeze my butt cheeks. In my dream purse. Put your hands inside my my human dream purse. Open up my dream purse. Welcome to the 220th episode of A Drink and a Joint. I'm Davey. That's Toby. That's Houston right there. And below hey, us is Dr. Jordan Breeding. What's up? Hey, I'm sorry I'm up? pointing at you with a large knife. Um, I told you not to have that yet. Davey's You've got a knife. Threatened yeah. a guest. No, I don't want to do that. Okay, so I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do one of those little cheesy little introductions. So Jordan is a, uh, he's the guy who revived Cracked. And a lot of other things uh, from from what we heard, and uh, we're very proud of him. He's very talented. He's very funny. He yes. wrote for them for years, and he made the Your Brain on Cracked videos. He did so many movie breakdowns. Uh, he just started his brand new channel called Dr. Jordan Breeding, and the link to that is below in the description, as well as his Twitter. Um, and we're here to, I mean, we're here to talk about some stuff, and we're happy to have you, man. Thank you for coming. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So, do you have it pulled up to where you can see the chat? I I do. I see. Hey, boys. Okay. Good to see you. Nice to meet you. That's the same person. Okay. Okay. I see you put in a little dream touching. I see you there. Okay. Yeah. I'm there. I'm around. All right. We're in here. Okay. So, um, one thing that I okay. So you're 
is it is it safe to assume that you are obsessed with with movies? Do you spend a lot of your time watching movies and thinking about them? Yeah, I mean, it's it's become my job. So uh, yes. Okay. You said you went to music, uh, or you went to school for some kind of music, right? <laughs> you said you took a music business class. Yeah. So I I was an English major, but I double minored in music and film studies. Ah, so okay. Trying, film studies. Perpetually trying to turn all of my interests into cold hard cash. So, um, oh yeah, brilliant. We're we're doing the best that we can. Absolutely. So I wanted to ask, what was the thing? What was the what was the fucked up thing that happened in your life that made you so obsessed with fantasy? <laughs> fantasy? Well, it's movies because it's like it's like I think because like I I, I love got oh, into, I, I hope you have I'm yours also chambered. a cinephile. I'm also a cinephile. What movie so touched you? I just wanted I just want to know <laughs> like what what. What weren't you getting as a child where you had to escape? Okay. <laughs> so, okay. <That's> just... <laughs> so for a second, I thought you meant the genre of fantasy, and I was about to start yelling. But um, <laughs> I'm here the for way... it. Okay, so here's my evolution, as, as best I can tell. And it's not as uh, sexy and dangerous as I think you're hoping. But <laughs> when We I... want Fast and the Furious. But... <laughs> Fast and the Furious is what changed my life. Um, uh, when I was three... My dad, so my dad's always had Max because my dad uh, is a graphic designer, has been his whole life, started his own company. So we always had Macintosh computers, which mm -hmm. didn't have a lot of games, but they did have games pretty early on. And uh, we would play this game called Maelstrom where I couldn't even fly the ship. I could just shoot. So he would fly and I would shoot. Hmm. And from there, I just got super into video games for a long time, mm -hmm. specifically playing with friends. I have a video on my own channel talking about... Um, all the different ways I went door to door selling Pokemon cards and my sister's dolls to go buy a Nintendo 64 because my parents wouldn't buy one for me and all this stuff. So I got really into games. So that was kind of my intro into like escapism story stuff. But it wasn't, it was like hanging out with my dad. It wasn't like. That's a bonding. <laughs> it, it wasn't like my dad drove off a cliff and I was like, well, I guess I have to go play Halo. Yeah, yeah, but it's from um, the love of your dad. That's just as interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, well, where did where did like the love of movies come from? Where did that where did that start to come in? Yeah, similarly, uh, we never had cable growing up. We just di didn't have TV. So what we did was we just watched movies all the time as a family. It was just again. Yeah, that's not, so the, awesome. not the not the saddest thing in the world. No, it doesn't have to be. You don't have I, to have a fucking Spider-Man origin for feel, why you like movies. I want to hear your sexy, edgy origin My, story. No, what, I no. feel like you're edging towards this story. No, no, oh no, god, no. To what? To me, it was okay. So like, it was just my dad. So that was that was it. Because it's like I just remember my dad exposing me to like I would like. Because my parents weren't doing well, so they my my dad didn't sleep in the same room as my mom. He slept in the living room, and they always okay. told me it was because he snored. It was not because he snored. <laughs> so we kicked it so, all the time. No, we so, were kicking yeah, it all so the time. So when I would pretend to be sick, which I did a lot as a kid, I would get to sleep in the living room with dad, and dad just watched movies all night because he was a cinephile. Like he he loved wow. movies. He loved everything about them. He loved like how they were made. I like I got brought up learning how to read on comic books and on like movie production like books. They were like these huge books that broke down the production of like old movies from like the the twenties and thirties. Um <laughs> 
And so like that's just what got me into it, and that's what got no, me into awesome. like I just didn't know if you had somebody in your life that was like so the whole family was just into movies because that was kind of the thing. Yeah. So I just as a kid, uh, I was super into video games, movies, books, and <laughs> I just sort of gravitated towards friends who felt similarly. And it just, yeah. I mean, so probably the 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 most broken moment of my life was in eighth grade. I was homeschooled for seventh and eighth grade. Oh. And I had friends that homeschooled with me in seventh grade, so it was great. You know, you finish your work at like noon or whatever, and then you go play paintball. But in eighth grade, they all went to real school. And so I read, I think, legitimately like 75 Star Wars books that oh, year. Oh. Did you become a weird kid for a second? For a what? year. Oh, no, no, no. An informed kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now you're bringing stuff up because now I'm remembering things. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, actually. So I became, I think that must have been my descent into weird kid. And then when I got to high school, uh, every day I wore sweatpants, um, like the slicky swishy kind of sweatpants like a track pant? like track pants from like a uh, like a fucking yeah. a windbreaker sweet. suit yeah but like closer not the full suit okay. just the bottom the half uh but yeah very similar to like a like a russian mobster oh i love something. it yeah, yeah tank a good tank top um, no, and right. so uh as you can imagine i didn't make a ton of friends uh until my junior year my mom or somebody was like, you really should wear jeans. You should try jeans. So, <laughs> it's crazy school, that someone had to have um, a talk with school you. School is so early. School's yeah. early. No, that's what I did. I went to bed in them, and then I was like, I saved Fuck five it. minutes out the door. Boom. So I, probably didn't, no. I probably didn't smell great. My parents just, uh, I was in homeschooled form, me for two years as well. And they had to put me back in school because the same thing. I was being weird. I was like, because we had <laughs> meetings. So I had cousins and other people. And like you said, we I mean, we didn't do paintball, but they would have us do outings together. Yeah, right. So we were social. <laughs> but that was, but it was with a bunch of other weird ass kids. Right. And so they just had to had to put me back in school yeah. and just get beat it's up. It's getting a weird. Bit okay. So your mom sat you down and said, honey, I think it's going to be best for, for you. Mm. And your development, <laughs> if you start to wear some denim, if we get, get some, in there, yeah, get, we need to get you in there. Um, uh, yeah, so it's it, so I finally wore denim. Uh, I also got a haircut, and I also started playing music in a band around town. Okay, Ooh. all that combined, um, a lot of people thought I was new to school. My oh, junior year, a rebirth. Yeah. Um, and so the, the only reason <laughs> I probably ended up, yeah, yeah, this sexy <laughs> ass, yes. this is, wow. oh my God. it's like, yeah, what is it? Uh, the new guy. Yeah. You came, you came back up. and you're like, dizzy. You my name is Levi Strauss. Yeah. 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 It's like a, it's, it's a, a pretty, uh, stereotypical like glow up scene where they like took the glasses. They just took yeah. the sweatpants off. I was, yeah. was imagining like, <laughs> bully, bully McGuire. <laughs> um, and the only reason I stuck with all this stuff, other than I'd spent the previous 16 years, that being the only thing I cared about, is um, I never knew what I wanted to do, but I, I did really well on, in AP English. And so I was like, well, that's what I'm good at. So then yeah. I went to college for it and whatever, whatever. And we just kind of stuck with it forever. And music. I think once I, once I like played music on a stage, what kind? I was just like, I never want to have a real job. So my whole life has been... A shell game, trying to figure out how to not work too hard. Yeah, how to <laughs> not get, get a four hundred one. See, isn't it crazy that like in the pursuit <laughs> of that, you work so much more and so more intensely in yeah. every way possible? 
yes. like than you ever would at a nine to five. What kind of you got to put ten thousand hours in, right? Did your band play? Form? What did we play? Yeah, what kind of music? So this is a question. I don't know why you would know this. Um, have you ever heard of a band called Parachute? By any chance. I'm not sure. I don't think so. They had a top 40 song in like 2009, 2010 um, called She Is Love. And it was all whatever. Um, their lead singer was the older brother of our lead singer. Mm. And they're about as like quintessential Maroon 5 blue-eyed pop okay. rock as you yeah. can get. So we played like that. But of course, me... Not knowing anything. I had a Millennium Ibanez Iceman because I saw that the guys in System of a Down had it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. I remember those guitars. <laughs> right. Didn't fit great with the <laughs> aesthetic. But, it's what uh, I had. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, you work with what you got. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, not uh, the Grateful Dead style stuff. Well, no. I mean, and like, well, that's like, <laughs> I I feel like the the psychedelic, the, the, the 60s and 70s psychedelic stuff influenced a ton of those yeah. things. Because hey, Maroon 5 sure. is awesome. But, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, they have written good music. But like, what, what kind of that. stuff, what kind of stuff do you write, though? Like, what kind of stuff, like, do, do you play? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had a band. So after college, the thing that I thought we were going to do is, is be in a band. So my wife and I were in a band together with some guys. We we can define it this way. It still was pretty much rock. It was much heavier, but not like, not really heavy. Yeah. Uh, we played exactly one warp tour stop. Okay. Okay. So we fit in enough in that post hardcore scene. Was it nineties grungy or was it more well, towards that than rock. emo? Like I'm emo rock closer. Closer to emo, but even okay. still, uh, never quite that heavy or whiny or. Yeah, okay. that's the fast. part that sucks really? about I'm, emo. I'm curious about touring with your significant other. It's great. What, it was. It was great. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I honestly, so you know, we started the band when we were still dating, and I will say, we we say this all the time, like, you know, there are a lot of couples that have never had to like work together, and I think it really has set us up well because. We've had to be partners in so many frustrating, high pressure situations where, like, the amp doesn't work or the, you know, whatever is going on. <laughs> the baby um, doesn't work. That makes it. That just make everything more Vamp. stressful, though. We're great Vamp. at resuscitating yeah. children who are uh, yeah. unresponsive. No, um, uh, and it, I thought it was. I mean, obviously, it was frustrating. Like, we would fight because we were coworkers and everybody's mad, and the way that bands are always yelling at each other. But I think the, our ability to like work through it and make up, you know, kind helped of, in the long run. Does yeah, she yeah, I, does she play or is she a vocalist or primarily a vocalist? Although she is also a uh, piano player as well, keys player as well. And um, I was gonna say that's the other half of it. So we played one warped show, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and we have a couple of songs on. Speaking of reality shows, which we were talking about earlier. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, oh snap! Wow. Okay, they slipped on there. That's what's up. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. What's so the band name? That was the band name. Skyward, like Skyward Sword. Skyward at the time, bringing it back to uh, video games. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's, that's awesome. You fucking okay. nerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, it was fun. We sucked. I mean, we didn't go anywhere other than. Well, I mean, do, you, do the, you ever want to do anything like that again? Are you wanting to put like a band together where you're at and start gigging? So, well, 
you know, I was I was actually talking to my wife about this not that long ago. I was like, realistically, if you give me, you know, ten million dollars and you can do whatever you want for the rest of your life, is that too low? I don't know. Inflation is bad. <laughs> say I get a say I get a billion dollars and I never have to work again. Yeah. Um, I still think secretly. I want to be a rock star, <laughs> you know, like oh, yeah. I want to do music because the, the liveness of it particularly, and just like hearing your album kind of mixed and mastered for the first time on headphones, mm. is like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. So I would still do that. And I would still love to do that. But the, I spent, I mean, if you count high school, I spent uh, a decade trying to make it in music never made a i mean any money that we i made always went back into the band to like record yeah. the next album or buy shirts or whatever um comedy writing the first thing i wrote made me mm. almost as much money which is to say like a hundred bucks but i just mean like <laughs> <Right>. yeah, something <laughs> yeah. the comedy video stuff has been so much more uh the career path and like how you make money and how you yeah. do things has been so much clearer to me this whole time. Yeah. Because with music, I still, right now, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get people to listen to it. I was, <laughs> you know, it's like we made so much music and I would beg people to listen to it. And I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But then that's it. Do you it's, put the music yeah. in your videos? Um, now, I mean, our band, so it's still on Spotify, like you could find yeah. it, but it's, uh, uh, all the music in my videos now is actually original, but it's like you're doing, you're doing It sounds like James yeah. Bond. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We that's did cool, like though. sad synth. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be fun. Yeah. yeah, it is fun. I uh, there's this guy Brandon O'Neill who is still trying to do the music thing with his band called Wine and War Paint, who you should check out. Who is actually like Under Oath or, or you know this like that that sort of genre of emo. yeah. Um. He and I spent a day and we were like, okay, what is like every little mood you think you're going to want? We're like, uh, butt rock. And we, dun, 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 dun. and then we did thrash metal and then we did uh, mysterious reveal. Yeah. Like some kind of like X Files scent. It's freaking <laughs> oh, great. Cool. It's so much fun. So yeah. I love that I still get to do it a little bit, but I still can't. Still not making any money. I don't know how to. Yeah. How do you well, make I mean, money off mean, of music? I understand. Yeah, like, you could always like segue into like I don't know, fucking. But no, there's something to like playing in front of people over oh, yeah. like there's even like doing like scoring because yeah. that's effectively what you're doing is scoring. You can always, like, which is, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can less always fun. sell beats online if you try anything like that. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> I mean, what Kobe does. Shit. Uh, uh, I produce some. I'm not a great too, mixer. I can I, I, as well. Uh, that's why you. We'll have to mix do for everything. you, bro. I do feel like that's a common denominator I've seen of like like musicians. It's like so. It's a like ideally. I mean, they're going to do it anyway. But I feel like for musicians to have to like compulsively create to feel okay. Yeah. And if you know, it, like, if you can monetize it, that's the best case scenario. But it's got to happen. I feel like for a lot of musicians that I've met, it's. For them so, to feel okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. So, actually, I do know how you make money. And I do know how, theoretically, I would make money. It's making, to your point, uh, just post-rock or or buzzy synth swell stuff. It's it's You want your crap in commercials. Yes. Mm -hmm. Indie movies, stuff like that. Like, I've got a buddy in town um, who does his own music, but he... 
he made more, way more money than he'll ever make in anything else getting into like Chevy commercials or like oh, okay. Ford Europe because he wrote like, uh, like, he just sold that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that doesn't feel to your point like me sitting in my underwear doing that, that doesn't feel as like. Yeah, it doesn't. That's know. not the thing. It doesn't give you the high. You're not going to get music high. You're trying to give yourself a platform. On your couch. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to give. Yeah. You... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, man. But if I could do music, I would love to. And again, we were talking offline. I'm sorry that we already had a whole podcast not recording. No, let's go. You got to hang out before you hang out. Yeah, we. Yeah, were... yeah. Talk about selling out. There's a degree to which, like, if all the video stuff works out, I'm going to pull a Johnny Depp and not the beating people thing. But yeah. The, uh, he just, like... <laughs> Playing with force... Jeff Beck. Yeah, he just... He forces everybody to watch him play shit guitar. And his guitar like... so low. He's, he wears yeah. it so low. He's like a mascot. Well, it's because he's, he's got 7,000 scarves or whatever. He can't... <laughs> it can only go, but so... Anyway, but it's like, how are you... His arm is straight. His arm is straight down. He's well, he's, he comes from hand. a generation that really covets the slung low guitar... Like, Crab core? Like, like <laughs> Slash? <laughs> Dude, when you mentioned uh, playing music out of college, I, for no reason, I, I, I know you said what genre it was. I instantly thought you were talking about, like, shoegaze. Oh, or like like what like like kind of I immediately thought of like washy like synth wave stuff. Uh. So we had some of that. I I'm a big sucker for uh, hitting a guitar note that lasts <sighs> for the rest of my life. Ideally, yeah, yeah. ideal. Yeah, it's ideal. Um, so d how do you not like jam bands though? How do you not like Fish if you like sustained notes? It's. Uh, I think jam bands have a lot of notes, so yeah. <laughs> for so long. I oh, really, yeah. I don't have anything against jam bands, yeah. but I'm also, you know, uh, uh, speaking about writing and stuff, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a sucker for like tight, like very Composed. intentionally constructed, mm, written. Like, I'm not a big riffer, although obviously we're on this podcast live, like, but yeah. um, I'm like. I like dynamics. I like I'm a hard cuts and coming back. And yeah. now it's just the bass. And now it's this. So not that jam bands can't a, do that or don't do that. But it's they, a lot more of like. It's a different thing for me because I, I produce in the studio it. a lot. And that and what happens like when you jam. I don't like listening to jam music. I mean, how many 30 minute like songs have you it. produced? You know, no, none. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that, that is a sure. different part of your mind that it pleases. Like when you have something very structured and perfect as to where like. You are kind of figuring it out on the fly and made made something that you didn't even know you knew how to make. I, that there is totally. a different like sort of satisfaction that comes from that. But I, I agree. I don't sit and listen to fucking fish. I Dude, don't like yes, that. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like so, after I feel like we got older than twenty five, every time I met a person that didn't listen to jam bands, I felt like I was trying to get them to convert to Islam. Yeah. <laughs> Or they were like, dude, I have, I, I, I respect it. I know nothing about it. There's a it's lot going a, on there. Or it's, it's like you're a, you're talking to a homeless person that's coming up for change. And they're just I'm like, obviously yeah. not a bad person. Yeah, I'm just trying to talk to you about, they're the, like, about they're Jerry like, Garcia. Dude, I don't have anything. I don't have anything for you. <laughs> I feel like it's just such a, it's such a good, it's like vibey music. Like you just, you just want to sit with it for a really long time. And I yeah. just don't, uh, there are a lot of things that I'm happy yeah. to sit with for a long time. Movies, whatever, yeah. video games. 
music just has never been quite like I'll listen to it on a car ride or whatever, but I don't know. I just got to have the visual part of it. I instantly wanted to join the ranks of like Bill Walton and Bill Murray. Oh, I was like, those are super famous deadheads. Like, what is that about? Well, but that's also like, it's different from listening to it and playing it. Like you're right. So like there's a big difference. So it's like the, the, the biggest freedom that comes in playing jam music is the improv. Sure. So it's like it's kind of like a, but also like I'm terrible at like remembering what I play. So it's <laughs> you're like a jazz a, musician. It's a different muscle so completely. Works. I'm just trying to get to a place where I'm just like letting it loose. Don't ask me to play it again. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I I do have this ability. So if you tell me the key that we're in, I can I can play and I can fit in with whatever yeah, genre right. we're playing. And that's been the that's been because jam music goes through every genre. Because like even though we're like in dead groups and stuff it's like there'll be times where we have like semi-metal breakdowns because like people don't usually do that and it's like let's fucking throw that in to make people feel weird toby plays a fucking moog synth and gets weird we disband time and like get real weird and then bring it back and like that stuff's fun to kind of like test your metal while you're out there because it's like dissolving the structure completely yeah because that's what i want i want you to feel that freedom if we we could just jam you would, but you can't. You have to have vehicles, jam so, vehicles. You oh know? yeah, you're going but that into could be any genre. You know, you can improv over any type of genre. Exactly, right? it's like what's different your, states. What's your? What you named that the band you were in was more Maroon Five, but what's? No, that's not what he said. <laughs> it was the the band I was in in high school was more Maroon Five. Yeah. Um, the band that I ended up in started as more kind of late aughts kind of heavier rock stuff i actually ended our, oh yeah our our full-length album came out in 2016 the band i was most influenced by at the time is called don broco have you ever heard of this band Mm-mm. they are a british uh rock band that actually leans more into funky riffy stuff okay Love it. Uh, like it's like it's like one guitarist and it's just a bunch of big ass riffs nice like arena rock riffs and shit it kind of comes closer to that sometimes but i feel like it's more it's sort of straddling this line um it, it sort of takes that vibe from uh rage you know like rage against the mm, machine yeah. where it'll be like the best riffs yeah just riff well he- it's riff like heavy. here's a here's a riff um and that's like pretty much what we're doing this is um, this is this now. so what were the vocals yeah. like uh in our band mm-hmm. yes so we had a female vocalist and a male vocalist, the female vocalist being my wife. And I don't know. Uh, he has a sort of deeper, more emotive voice. I'm trying to, th- I mean, like I could think of bands, but I can't think of like bands that people know off the top okay. of my head. Um, I mean, I think like the most popular, clearest version at times we sounded like Imagine Dragons, maybe. Okay. okay. We okay. never, we never actually sounded like Imagine Dragons, but that was kind of like a, his voice is ish that. I like call that like anthem rock almost. Or like... Yeah, I think we tried to get big. We yeah. thought it would be cool. We like the big ass like That's wall cool. of sound. Like there's some of that U two. Yeah. Like oh we're huge right now. It's a yeah. big big yeah. big chorus. But then we also occasionally were like we like to do heavy stuff so we break down or we uh you know we used to have a moment in a show where it'd be this guitar solo and then i'd start just finger tapping with one hand so i could high five the 
<laughs> that's awesome. You do kind of like stuntier yeah. okay. stuff like that. Stunt that's bases. the best word. That's the that's a great word. Stunt rock like, has to like be a gimmick. genre. It right? wasn't. I don't even know. I, we were just like. Did you ever? Like did you? Were you? Band. Did you? you got were you one of the guys that stuck your tongue out? You got a bag of tricks, guys. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. Okay. That's how he's. No, I'm talking one of those guys that like. Yeah, that like sticks oh, Gene it out. Oh, you got a no, big no, tongue. No. You got to show everyone. You got your knee up on. You got your leg up on. No, 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 no. I didn't. Uh. I didn't solo. I didn't solo that hard. The thing is that so I actually by the end of it. Uh, so like my pedal board right now has a bunch of Strymon pedals on it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you That's, know. Oh, I, oh yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Just because so we're they're... in a jam band doesn't mean that we don't know other bands. Or, <laughs> I don't know because we have Those to work with pedals. a lot Those of, are good of equipment. Like yeah. we're we're you know we're we're hip. Yeah, we okay. we've, we've seen some pedals. <laughs> we so yeah. Strymons are great pedals. They, Ooh, they are, but the, the, yeah, the thing that's I have the uh, the Big Sky and yeah. the yeah, it's what's fire. the freaking delay one? The Timeline, mm -hmm. and I also have a, like one of their distortions, and I also have their like amp modeling pedal now. God damn! That's, just, but that's, man, that's it, it, It's a quality company. But um, I have it all going to a MIDI switcher pedal. Mm. And so the way that we actually would pre... So this is talking about the difference between a jam band and a band like ours. It was pre-programmed. So all I had to do is for each section of the song, every song in order, I would just tap next and all my effects would change. That's mm -hmm. sick. That's oh, that's wicked. Perfect. That's yeah. awesome. Don't... <laughs> no, see, I need that. So like it's... Because it, like there's... A, it, specific songs have specific sounds. That's yeah. just preparation, man. That's, that's well, really... yeah. But so, like, what I what we ended up doing, it would be like. So we used to have two guitarists early on, and then we lost it. And I was like, I still like having weird sounds and 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 weird stuff. So we kind of messed a bunch, switched a bunch of things around, and so it would be stuff like. Um, uh, I also had a fuzz pedal, and so I would try and like. I also I have a fuzz, and I have an octave, and I would like turn mm -hmm. that on and turn on this weird reverb and try and make it sound like a synth. Yeah. For a minute, oh, man, like that I really kind of square, like, yeah. um, I don't know. <laughs> Making us sound I love, I love a lot cooler and I more thoughtful than we are. No, what? it's really cool, man. No, that's that's I'm awesome. Enjoying it. I'm so, here like, for it. I also know I watched your um uh fuck. Uh the fucking what is it? The God's Not Dead or the is that the one yeah. where you had to <laughs> yeah. do the yeah, yeah, yeah. So so did you right. just find that out when you were watching it at one point that, that they were using your thing or did you know what movie they were using it in? Do you want to tell they, that story? Yeah, so okay, so the the, the story is um so again, right after college, I thought I was going to be doing music. I was still living in the same house. It was like a month, like I graduated like a month ago. I was looking at Craigslist, just like guitarist question mark. Um, and <laughs> so you were uh, looking for glory holes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and I saw like, can you sound like explosions in the sky? Oh, like, that's hey. definitely gay sex. I lo <laughs> I love Godspeed. Explosions. Never. The title. I mean. <laughs> Go like, on. Yeah, I'll do whatever you want, man. Oh shit! Um, no, but I, I, I've always had many a, a reverb pedal. So I was like, yes, I can, gotcha. I can play a note and then arpeggiate. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, so I, I sent it to, uh, you know, whatever the Craigslist ad, and then he responded like an hour later. He's like, oh, this is great. And so we went back and forth for like a year, and I had no idea what the hell I was working on. 
um, oh. until, <laughs> like, quite literally, I never saw a scene. He would send me explosions in the sky tracks and say, do this, but legally distinct. Lovely. Oh, Lovely. Um, so, like, maybe if you could change the key and, like, maybe the melody is different. Uh, Keep I it. love it. I love it. Yeah. There's degrees of separation. You, I yeah. feel like... It was that's a good for you. That's hard word. to hear. That's hard to hear. <laughs> so I did that uh, for forever. But at one, there was this one cue. Uh, he was like, "It's just not. It's just not doing it." And uh, he's like, "He's like, she has cancer." And I was like, "Well, how okay. would I? How would I know that?" And he's like, "Well, I'll just send you the scene." That's I didn't want to tell you what the movie was. It's this Christian movie. It's coming out. And I was like, "I." What am huh. I going to do with that information? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe like worse, call up or... my mom. There's a Christian movie where they have yeah. cancer. Type yeah. in my tie. Tell no, me something just, I don't know. You just got to take down the production value. It's Christian music now. <laughs> I guess. And um, so whatever. He did send me that one scene, and I made it more sad. I, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, I love it. Added in, like, you know, like subsonic frequencies <laughs> of this puppies a... drowning or some shit. Is he yeah. a musician? <laughs> Sorry? Was was this a musician you were emailing? Yeah, this was the composer. So they had a real com well, you know, they had a composer. <laughs> they had a guy outsourcing. <laughs> and he was outsourcing the guitar because the guy basically the editor, I think, basically went through the whole movie and was like putting in God's Not Dead uh temp tracks and was like, My movie's perfect, I have God's Not Dead throughout. But we can we cannot pay for God's Not Dead. Um so that's I guess he had this idea. I mean I made $300 on this. The movie made $64 million. Oh, I wasn't damn. Even, I wasn't even credited. That was harder what to hear. Fuck? That was harder to hear than the first part. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. $300. It took so long. And what? actually, I realized what it was, talking about converting people to Islam, I wasn't getting the last scene right where they all the kids decide to become Christian just in class together. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they stand up. You know, God. Oh, Captain, my not Captain. Dead. Yeah, exactly. God's not dead. Oh, oh no. And, and he was like, it's not glorious and, you know, it's not epic enough, which yeah. that made more sense. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, so we can add more, like, strings. Yeah. I'm going to add the horns <laughs> of fucking Archangel Gabriel in the background. I need it to be more moving. Yeah. yeah. Golden. Um, so, anyway, that's, uh, that's my story with God's Not Dead, other than. Obviously, the movie made all the money. They made a second one. He wanted to rehire me again, but I was like, can I make $1,000? <laughs> and he was like, uh, no. And he was what? mad. And everybody was mad. So I made $600, and then I never scored another movie ever again. What the so fuck? what city was this in? That that money is for the Lord, uh, Mr. <laughs> That's Bating? true, I guess. Um, you just Christian fucking big dick me. What I'm is this? Yeah, he just, what? Just... And keep in mind, I ended up, uh, I, I said this too, I was a worship director at a church eventually. So like, yeah. I wasn't like the enemy. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to spend it on... <laughs> Crack at Evil Islam shit. or something. Yeah. Crack at um, Islam. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, so this was in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay, there it is. And the the but the composer I think lived in Charlottesville, Virginia. And I want to say that like Craigslist, you yeah. get like within an hour or two or you know whatever. So Charlottesville, Virginia, which I mean they can't possibly be where they. I know they didn't film it here, so... It's the mecca of Christian movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, they filmed Evan Almighty here. Oh, so... Uh, all right. Well, that they, is... 
<laughs> that's kind of the best one. Yeah, the best Christian movie ever made. They built a whole real life-sized ark. Um, I just wish they would have done the original sequel that they wanted to do. What was where, that? Uh, Jim Carrey would have been the devil. Really? Where it's like they would have they would have flipped it. They Why would he agree? Devil for a week? He just like a he got possessed. Mishap. I mean, I don't remember, but I just remember that that was the pitch, and I was like, "Why Who's not? Why would you devil? do? Why would you do the Noah's Ark thing? Like, why wouldn't you do the? Di- why wouldn't you do the? Because Jim Carrey probably would never imagine the devil face on that man. Insane. He, he, he hated do... that he was in Kick Ass too. In Ace Ventura too, he did the oh that was he so did the horns. Fun. He was the white devil, uh, quite literally. That's not just he didn't age well. He's into some transcendental shit these days. He is out of his mind, and I love it. it what didn't he play Terrence McKenna? It's like when David Cross did Ginsburg. He was he? gonna play Terrence McKenna, and then I think they were like, "We got to pull the plug on this. This is getting too weird." <laughs> he's a method actor. Yeah, we have I, set loose Jim Carrey as Terrence McKenna <laughs> on the world. He's taking it home. So Jim Carrey, again, going back to many things that we've already discussed, but people who are watching have not heard. In some ways, he sold out, or he at least hit the peak, and now is like, I don't care. I'm going to paint weird-ass George Bush photos and uh, be in the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. That's it. Um, Extra so may we, may we all have such a career. Yeah, yeah I mean, where you in... can just like straight up call out the Illuminati on a talk <laughs> yeah. show, yeah, and, and, then, talk show. and then be like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to do acting anymore. You know what? I'm coming back to acting. I'm going to be <clears> Professor <throat> Egghead. What's up? Yeah, get in the uh, car uh, with Jerry Seinfeld and blow his mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make him feel uncomfortable. What was the show he started on? Was it in Living Color? Yeah. Okay, I think so. That was his first. springboard, right? For sure. Yeah. Yes. So I, I actually don't really know his. He did stand I've up. Seen a million that. of his movies. I mean, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Oh, um, you're not gonna do a fucking Jim Carrey retrospective anytime soon. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so Pet Detective did not age well either. Pet Detective. No, no it did not. The trans. The transphobia. Yeah, the it. twist at the end. Can you get yeah. it? Can you still watch this movie? I feel like it probably might have been scrubbed off. It like. I don't you know. You just only watch yeah, it on a VHS. I can't. I can't even. I on definitely. A grainy VHS. I yeah. <laughs> like a snuff film. Snuff film, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad you can't find though is American Beauty. They did scrub that shit off of. Oh, well, they're just like you just don't need to see everything. Yeah, like you had to pay somebody something to see. Oh yeah, because I mean, you faces of death. It's like just dropped that spacey video. Yeah. I know. I literally. I just made a video on Kevin Spacey with an American Beauty clip in it. But see, where'd Yesterday. you get that? Because it's not, it's nowhere. <laughs> I, I, I have a copy of it. You just keep it on deck. Uh, I mean, I mean, you just got it off YouTube, right? The scene you wanted? Yeah. Can you really not find it anywhere? I, I remember watching mm. it in college. You're, you're um, playing. I don't, I mean, I had never seen it. And I, 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 this is your experience. You, this okay, is Toby's so personal experience. I had never seen it and tried to look it up. The other night, yeah, to and, watch it, yeah, because you wanted to see that bag in the wind, or like the, <laughs> it was literally from some fucking reference. I, saw I it almost referenced something that twice and didn't tonight. get it, and I, I tried. I don't know. I just couldn't find it on like the main ones, Hulu, Netflix. I definitely saw. Well, you have to. Did you? You have to pay for it. 
for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. That doesn't exist to Toby. <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to go gone. on the Amazon Prime okay. and like spend 20 bucks or whatever because you know that they're charging them extra to see that weird shit, right? That's fair. It's fair. <laughs> uh, Jordan, so we, we have this show on our Patreon. It's called Flashback Flicks where every month mm. we, um, we watch two movies live with our Patreon audience, kind of like a Mystery Science Theater kind of thing. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but but not as good. We're not funny. Um, and but um, yeah, dude. We're no. yeah. I mean, like it's pretty bad. I feel bad me. for you, dude. Um, so we um, we watched uh, the two movies for this past month. They were Cape Fear and mm. Nothing But Trouble. I don't know if you've seen either of those. Neither. Okay, yeah. so Cape Fear is don't a. Watch. <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about it. It's it's rough. Okay, so the, but it's really just about the real life things that were that happened. So there's this there's this scene. It's an infamous scene of like so Robert De Niro plays this psycho. This is a Scorsese movie. This is a Scorsese movie. Robert De Niro yeah. plays this psycho, and he, Juliette Lewis is there. She plays Nick Nolte's daughter. Okay, so Juliette Lewis at the time of filming is 17 with what we were able to find out. But there's this scene where they're down in this basement theater. For some reason, this school has a theater in the basement. He had set up a meeting under false pretenses as a drama teacher. Yeah. And so she meets him down there and and she's like, he like offers her weed. And then she's like, I don't think you're the drama teacher. And he's like, you're smart. You're like, you're that guy. (laughs) Yeah. You're that that crazy guy that my mom's all fucking horny for. Well, you Um, didn't tell him why. So. He had been put in jail for like 15 years or something by the father. Oh, that he learned to read during. And so he's coming after the family, trying to terrorize them. And, yeah, you know, it, he crossed the line. So this scene. So, so this the reason. Scene. So it's justified is, is what you're trying to say. Well, no, totally. the, the fucked up thing is. <laughs> no, he's de- so, he definitely did that shit he went to jail for. Robert De Niro thinks he's justified, but his his character, they, they, they're mad at Ignolti because he got sent to jail for longer than he would have if he had told so he was supposed to have like beaten <laughs> and sexually assaulted a young girl Great. Uh, but, he's a rapist you know. yeah but he admitted to doing it and so like they buried he, evidence he did that shit but he was mad because he would have maybe gotten less time but that wasn't true. So that's why he's mad. But what this scene is, is he's <laughs> there in this basement. Do you theater. see why Davey doesn't make videos like you? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> Do you see I'm, I'm doing my best here. Uh, so the, they're in this, this basement theater. It's odd. And then he walks up to her. <laughs> And he, Robert De Niro, straight he put, up put puts, an arm around. Put, he's like, Can I put my arm around you? And instead of putting an arm around her, he puts his thumb in her mouth. Like two times, improviser. So he, he then re- retracts his thumb from her mouth and then inserts again. Oh. And then tongue it's kisses. T- it's her. tough to watch. It's tough to watch. And, and the, then we find out that that was improv. That was first take they did improv. One, yeah, they they did one take, and that was not in the script. And therefore, you can't get consent. You know, afterwards, this is before intimacy <laughs> coordinators. This this is just old Hollywood. Yeah. I felt like that's shooting from the hip. That's that's insane. And so, they're like, keep it. I don't condone it. It pro- it definitely was disturbing which was the the aim of the scene for so, sure. so now i'm Tony sorry right that there. you have to go watch that i'm sorry that you're gonna <laughs> i must i couldn't <laughs> yeah. believe yeah. it was a scorsese movie i it was just it's uh, disturbing because first off you already feel weird but then to know that like the actual apprehension on her face is real it's it's pretty pretty wicked no, and then we just couldn't pay attention for that shitty dan Aykroyd movie 
it was it, it, was it completely derailed like our thought process like i mean we were reflecting during the movie now, have you ever seen celtic pride that's a toby pick <laughs> No. Dude. Okay, speaking of Dan Aykroyd, though, his best movie, Celtic Pride. <laughs> it's um, great. They kidnap a, uh, a the, the star of uh, the opposing the, the basketball Celtics. team. The Celtics. Um, yeah. In the jazz. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, to make the, Celtics, the basketball team win. Dude, that I get so. Dude, it's a big <laughs> dynasty. Uh, sports movies are shit, right? We can agree on that. It's a thing. We can quote you on it's that. It's a thing. Sport movies are terrible. <laughs> In general, there's a few I like. Like what? Major League I, Two. Uh, I remember at the time thinking that um, Remember the Titans affected me. In yeah. certain ways, oh, fuck. the Sandlot, uh, oh, fuck, the, yeah. sand, the Sandlot, yeah, really, uh, uh, you know, those are more coming of age wrapped in- around sports. Ow. Angels in the outfield. Oh yeah! yeah Again, sure. those are coming That's of age. No, I hope you're like writing these down. We're giving you gold here. Like coming <laughs> of age sports movies. Come on. Um, oh, Big Green. The Big Green. Okay. The Mighty Ducks. Oh yes, they did a re- they 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 remade it. I can't uh, for watch Disney that. Plus. It was a series. Unfortunately. Oh, they brought yeah. the whole everyone back. I can't watch that. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, American Beauty is pretty good, though, if I remember correctly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. worth the watch. You're saying I, I, I mean, even other than the, the, you know, you feel bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like listening to, like, remix, like, you know, the remix to Ignition. It's yeah. like listening oh. to that or any Michael Jackson song. Oh, you know, like, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges. I mean, you're not going to turn off Dirty Diana, but you're going to no, be like, no. I feel sorry for those boys. Trapped I in gotta... the Closet is the best musical that's ever been <laughs> I was been just going to say, what about Trapped in the Closet? Trapped in the best. Closet. Iconic. It's Iconic. fucking incredible. So we had a tradition for a long time that we would watch the whole thing on 420. We would roll we would roll a fatty. And How yeah. long is it? Like, what's the... Well, you the can middle. only find, like, 20 like chapters of it. Oh, like, it's like uh, Psalms. The, some of them are lost to time. There yeah. were, like, 30. He went deep into that story at one point. I believe they're on, like... I don't think uh, there's. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you can wrong, find a box set. It's, it's his fire on the mountain. <laughs> yeah. The last time, so we did that, but then eventually we changed it to when we do we do an extra dirty podcast where it's like no holes barred type thing. Um, uh, and on that one, we always started out with the we would do one or two chapters at a time. Yeah. And then. Luckily, all the shit came out after we were done watching them. So it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, dodge that bullet. We're on. not going to keep going. There's no more. So it's fine. But also, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a masterpiece. And it's also fucking <laughs> insane. It just goes off the rails at a certain point And it's just. It really does. Why would I hog die? Yeah, dude, that is. Ins- have you seen that clip of R. Kelly? And he's been being interviewed. And they're like, they say you hog tie. He's like, they say that I hog tie people. I, I, I don't know, know how, how to hog tie. Why would I hog tie? It's so funny. But he he definitely saw hog-tied. elements of it. I don't think I really. That Man. one didn't stick in the brain. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. would I hog tie? Let that one go. I asked Dave Chappelle to be on it, and he said, That's too hot for TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even talk like that. <laughs> well. Uh, rest and fucking. I hope he dies. I'm yeah, is, oh, like, he's not dead. Is yet, Epstein yeah, like Michael Jackson? Is Epstein okay, so did he die before like, Jimmy Savile? Did he die before his <laughs> his his victims had vindication? I, Epstein was in jail. Yeah, well, but I mean, he died before you know, like his victims were able to 
you know, that's formally well, accused yeah. him, just like Jimmy Savile uh, and potentially. I don't think Epstein was like, man, I'll only feel bad if I'm formally charged. No, I'm saying. Well, but so he, he was formally. He, like, he died before like they were able to see have their day in court, just like Jimmy Savile. Uh, he already looked the parents in the faces. Though before you know, a lot of parents well, I mean, dropped them off. So like his victims were like in the hundreds, like just like like Jimmy Savile. Why do you keep saying his Dude, name Jimmy, like that? Jimmy Savile is that what it is? Is it Savile? It's Jimmy Savile. He was a creep and he was close to the royal family. Sir Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Houston is an Anglophile. Like he oh. he loves British culture for I'm, some I'm reason. I'm curious about <laughs> British pop culture. Just like they, whatever. Well, then look up freaking Don Broco and uh, everything, everything. While you're at it, okay. Both great okay. British bands. Okay. We checked out Don Broco. Yeah, we had their we have their Wikipedia pulled up. Yeah, Don Broco. Okay. Yeah, there you go, Houston. You can read up on them on the other monitor. Yeah, hopefully, so hopefully you get a sense of their music from their Wikipedia page. I right. mean, we, uh, well, is it copyrighted? Yeah, we could play. It. A oh, I'm sure bit it is. It. Uh, yeah, don't play. Okay. It. So play five I mean, seconds. oh. No, uh, no, the no, Queen loved well. their song Club Sex, I hear. Okay. You know, check that shit out. <laughs> they have a song called Club Sex? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Name. So that's so European. Oh, wait. No, that was one of the initial band names. Was Summer, Club Sex. Fall, and Club Sex. I like Club Sex, though. That's. We well, have to say loves. it with an Eastern European accent. We have Club Sex. Yeah. We have come to party. Um, well, I didn't know that. We'll see. I won't listen to them now. Wait, can everyone see uh, this? That's fair. No, not everyone can see that, Houston. That's just for you, buddy. No, it's, I enjoy you do that. Learn something. My favorite crayon color is green. Um, so, are you ever gonna bring back like so the the videos? Are you not allowed to do the diagnosing sitcoms anymore? Is that something you're gonna bring back? Um, I'm going to do uh, in May. Actually, <clears throat> I'm going to start doing some. I have two other series ideas that I want to do. <clears throat> one of which is a lot more of that just kind of trope yeah dissection stuff it obviously won't be called That's your cool. brain on cracked it won't even be a listicle but it's it's in the same vein of like here's something weird i've noticed in movies yeah um the first episode is is a little bit about like um a lot of kids movies i don't know if you've noticed this uh one of the ways that they do world building in kids movies now is they're like oh actually everything is a bureaucratic nightmare behind the scenes all the magical <clears throat> things of the world are actually run by ceo so it'll be like you know earlier ones will be like the tooth fairy or whatever with the, dwayne yeah. the rock yeah. johnson is like a, has to work for a corporation every third santa movie is like oh uh, oh like, yeah it's all red tape yeah, or like Spirited, that one with Will Ferrell and uh, mm. Ryan Reynolds. They're like oh. trying to hit their KPIs for like changing people's lives. It just mm. all Holy that stuff. I I have a theory as to why that might be the case. Ooh. And then um, trying to normalize being a cog in the machine. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a combination of that, and I think I'm going to try and tie it into the rise of like populism authoritarianism stuff that's going on right now because yeah. it's like everybody's scared of everything mm -hmm. how much easier is it if you believe well uh there's as, like a guy will tell me what to do and there's an order to everything nothing's random there's a there's a whole company behind it the monsters in your bed in your bed under your bed, mm, are, in my bed. that's exciting i'm, I'm fucking the i sleep with my demons 
They're beholden to shareholders, you know. No, but you're basically describing religion, right? (laughs) This is important. That's another point I made was like, this is sort of superseding how in the 1800s, that's another way or and earlier, obviously, but like. Uh, pre-film projectors, it's kind of a way to ascribe order to the chaos. Yeah. Mitch. With fantasy, back to fantasy, you know? Escapism. Yeah, you need no, something it's... to believe in. You need a common <laughs> enemy or something to fantasize about to make your life yeah. more interesting. So, it's just boring. I mean, did you did you grow up religious? <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, and I, and I you still are. attend. Okay. <laughs> I actually, I work part-time at a church. So I, no, I, I, I'm very comfortable speaking from sort of an insider's perspective on this stuff. But I particularly think that the American brand of Christianity, if you can call it that, is uh, poor. Yeah. Is. Mm, poor folk. The European brand isn't great either. Well, well it's the European <laughs> brand is borderline Catholic? non-existent. Um, so, I mean, but, but like that, but... The thing is, though, is that like I I believe that people have to have something. They have to have that hope. It has to come from somewhere. So like it, it sure. it's that same thing of like because nobody knows the answer. Nobody knows what's real. Nobody knows what's there. And it's a lot. It's a lot more comforting to just be like, this is the one thing that I don't have to worry about today. It's like surviving is hard enough. I don't need yeah. to worry about where everything comes from all well, of the time. I mean, shit, yeah. it's privileged to have the time to look up at the sky it's, if you think like tribally, right? It's like, well, they're just like, they're just like sky god, sun god, tree god, <laughs> dirt god, like everything is taken care of by their everything. own god. That's a great point. I should actually walk it back further. Yeah. To your point, they're like, yeah. how does. How do the crops work? The crop god. Yeah, um, corn god, and then you've got fucking lily pad god. Like, and then you've got too many gods, and that's why they subsidized. They got yeah. it. Brought, they brought it down. They've got when you're fighting for your life to stay alive and to eat. You know, if those are your main goals during the day, oh, you don't yeah. have time to break down everything. <laughs> oh yeah, it's its own bureaucracy. It's like think wherever all this comes from. Yeah, that it made no, its way down I, the line. I was raised Southern Baptist. And yeah. a Church of God. Those Is that a lively two. Church uh, of God was really, um, uh, they spoke in tongues. I love it. They did mm-hmm. uh, I love like it. wild shit. Like, Charismatic, yeah. <laughs> Charismatic, cool ass really people. Really just playing it up. People. <laughs> well, that's that's like the, the genre if you're going to. I mean, it was, it was <laughs> I mean, a theater show for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, dude. It's but, jazz. It's jazz. Yeah, they're bebopping and scatting all over the place. <laughs> I love that. Um, Not the kind with snakes, though. Yeah, no, it was like a step back from snakes. No snakes involved. But was it a giant like room? Did they have the the ear, ear the ear microphone? Not a huge, not an arena. I, type I wanted church, to go but, to a huge church like that but just they would one do, time. I don't know what. I don't know if you want to get into this or not. But I don't know what it's denomination you, guys, you were. Mean, oh, dude, we talk about whatever. But I don't no, know if that's the, like sexy for the. It's they don't, no, no, no. They don't care. They don't. They're, they're don't along worry for the about ride. them. They're they're here. They know us. Great. They know Let's, what we're doing. We can talk about whatever you want. Um, no, did you ever see anybody like get taken over by a, the spirit, the Holy Ghost, or like? So I grew up uh, uh, PCA, which is the Presbyterian Church of America. That's so cool. it's this is like John Calvin. This is uh, these Ooh. are the like people that came that were like we're mad at Catholics. Yeah. We're coming here and we're building things out of wood and we're very uh straightforward and it's still uh it's still very much that way it's it's a lot more focused on um the, the like everybody's like a lawyer 
or whatever. Like oh. it's the the religion was well, PCA specifically was founded by a bunch of lawyers. So there's like a ton of <laughs> bylaws and it. and all this stuff I specifically around the governance. Yeah. So like they they try like super hard to say uh, you're not allowed to be in charge of anybody unless you fit all these criteria and you're voted in by these people at this time, and that so always kind of appealed citizen. to me. <laughs> well, it's you know it's it's one of those things kind of built by a bunch of these uh, uh, these this like American branch of like we're trying to be like the American government. It's trying to be very like uh, powers diffused, yeah, so that you don't get. The one crazy, hopefully, obviously things don't always work this way, but like the one uh, cult of personality pastor guy who is, uh, you know, mm. freaking rich beyond your wildest dreams and like slaying people in the spirit, making them convulse and fall over. Um, anyway, so that, that's sort of my background. I actually lean more towards back to being an Anglophile. I actually <laughs> like my favorite theologian is actually an Anglican. So okay. <laughs> I'm actually closer to, so I'm, I, I tend to skew more that way and I get really uncomfortable. Actually, one of my honest ads that I wrote all by myself is if mega churches were honest. Yeah. Oh, shit. Um, and that's mostly, I mean, not exclusively, but kind of a Southern Baptist thing. Yeah. Um, these sort of huge evangelical. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that like our city Chattanooga has like one of the densest populations of churches anywhere there are some like monuments that they've erected too like they, they're the three crosses that are like 40 50 feet tall out oh here. yeah oh yeah they're, they're all around here dude. and then like i heard that like it, they spent a million dollars just to like build those yeah i mean it's like just big like, so so do you like prescribe to any kind of like do you think that like do you think that there were any kind of like how old do you think people are oh so yeah so um one of the things that's great about uh so okay so there's anglicanism but there's also there's uh this thing that a lot of the guys that i um associate with basically we do this thing on wednesdays where we just go to a bar and we talk about theology in a very loose way nice there's this there's this podcast called bema b-e-m-a Mm-hmm. And you actually can't get it on Spotify. But the whole thing is that this is actually trying to approach Christianity from a, an Eastern perspective. Everything that we hear, baptism, baptism, Baptist being a very big part of this, uh, very Western, very sort of, um, if it says this, then it is this, and that's it. It's like a Greek thing where it's like everything is about facts, everything's about oh, okay. logic. Mm-hmm. Whereas Eastern philosophy and stuff so this is coming from more of a jewish heritage is a little bit more like hey in the bible uh there are a lot of instances where they would take a well-known myth at the time and rewrite it to use it to metaphorically describe how they believe god operated right so like if god was in so it would be like i mean this is a stupid example but it would be like okay if if they were writing the Bible today, they would take Fast and the Furious or something, or they would take Star Wars, some like monomyth that we've all seen and in it. Uh, but that's what it is already, though. So it's already right. That. But, but I mean, so like, I don't know, Palpatine would be God and he would be really nice at the end. And they yeah. would say, this is our version of that. It's the old okay. hero <clears throat> story. Like uh, it kind of translates through every religion. But I do like that you're taking that outlook on it. That makes sense to me. Like it being metaphorical makes 
Well, uh, I think it's smart because you. I mean, you like because because like what whatever you want to classify God as is like this amorphous thing, right? Is like there's no way to like actually make it tangible. It's like it's older than everything, whatever it is, and it put everything here. But there's no like there is no telling how long we've been here. There's like. Like we we find stuff all the time. And it's like we found fight. a shoe print from millions of years ago. We're finding like fucking mm. Gobegli Tepe, like in in Turkey. Yeah. Like that's that's like fucking like eighteen thousand years old or something like that. But people yeah. just fight over the name of oh, the yeah. entity. That's what they fight over more than anything. Oh yeah, like, I mean in recorded history. That seems, but it's I'm like do, do you see problems. do you see most religions as like virtually very similar? Um, because most most have the same golden rule. Yeah, uh, it's like Darwinism, really. man. They're like yeah, in, me in metaphor, right? I mean, like they're yeah. teaching similar lessons with similar stories. Yeah, it's it's all software. I would say no, only because. That feels sort of foundational to the thing. Well, I mean, like, but, to me, um, well, no, not I, I get what you're saying. Not and that's I an understanding think. of because it's geographical, right? Because like all these things are like they're 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 like these like uh, these these points because like everybody's spread out, right? Everybody was spread out. So after we, you know, depending on whatever you think, like either God plopped us in Africa and then we spread out from there or whatever. Like if you think that people have been spread out, like over time they're gonna like based on their geography because they're not talking to each other, and if they are, it's from people traveling and telling these stories, you know, fucking telephone game style. Like yeah. it's not crazy that like because that stuff happens all the time where people come up with the same shit on other parts of the planet. Well, the, yeah, like, there's a case of simultaneous thought happening yeah. oh, in a polygenesis. lot of different places. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> not what it is. What? Um, I'm not a bigot for saying that. <laughs> we looked that word up. But so let me say let me say this. How about this? Yeah. Here's what I'll give you. Um, and I'm no theologian. I am just well. This stuff that interests writes, me so much. Like I. So I'm yeah. Good topic. I'm a guy that writes dick jokes for the internet. So fuck yeah. So I want to listen to you. So here's what I would say. If if I'm gonna if I'm gonna and I, this sort of goes maybe to what you're saying and not, and I, I wish I had a more coherent way to say this. So the Anglican theologian that I love so much is this guy called N.T. Wright. And he's written a book called Surprised by Hope, to your point about we're all looking for hope. And a big part of, I'm going to get it. I, I don't want to make this too long, but I also realize that these are like seven hours sometimes. I, yeah, we don't care. Um, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> So let me start from this. Uh, the rapture is a widely held belief in America. This idea that like the Christians will get sucked up into the air first and escape to heaven mm -hmm. or whatever. That is super sci-fi. I love that. Yeah. That, that shit was invented like 150 years ago. That's oh, the idea of that? That's brand new. Yeah. That's like, okay. that's like coming around when cars are being invented. That's, that's nonsense. Okay. I'm just going to... So Put this that is, out there. So this is a widespread belief that's based on an interpretation from well, the 1800s. It never recent. made sense to me why everyone else would die and their spirit would go up to heaven, but then on this one day, but that's judgment day though, up. right? So what everybody goes, that's what been dead, to your body when you get sucked past the clouds, man, it just drops fucking hundreds of feet to the yeah, ground. And you your soul be, goes up. You got to be dropping bombs. No, he's for that. making. Or does he's it disintegrate? Making, this is a good point. No, this is legitimately part of the thing to me. 
part of that suggests that your body and your soul are like two separate weird things yeah. that you mm -hmm. can like pull out of each other. And I don't believe that to be true. And I think what's mm -hmm. cool about this, uh, this specific book, but also just sort of this theological thing in general is the idea is that, um, when you die, according to this, um, there is probably like, this isn't quite purgatory, but it's in a similar idea where it's like, okay, yes, like your body is very clearly dead, um, but your soul will probably go do something mm. for a little bit. But that's not really the goal, right? That's not what it is. And so in the same way that Christians believe that Jesus died and then came back, but he didn't just come back. He still had like nail holes in his yeah. hands. Like it was the same thing. The, the goal, the, the ultimate hope is that all of the earth and everything and all of it will be remade too. So like all the shit that we're doing now, our bodies, whether we uh, burn the like planet with nuclear fire or like floods or whatever, all of that actually matters, whether it can be fixed. I mean, I'm sure god could fix whatever but it's but like wait. all of these all of these things matter in a way that we don't understand and all of that's going to be remade and so when it comes to other uh, religions and other ways of looking at it it's sort of like the thing that i perpetually wrestle with is like okay um is there like when you make remake all of creation or whatever is there a hell in that where people are just like leave that out yeah. I, I, thought, <laughs> I mean honestly like that's the part that I struggle well, with a lot. But I do think of that as like... About the bodies like actually going up into heaven. So about that, you were saying the earth would be created. But about the actual lifting of the bodies, what would happen to the flesh? Well, I don't there, think anybody's you know mattering. No, literally I, floating anyway. No, it can't be. It has to transfer like, somewhere. The energy of the fucking well, there's flesh. But that, again, these are all interpretations. Because he was saying that that was made up. <laughs> and also, if that were the case, it would be this kind of idea. Because there's, there's also people that say the whole thing of like, you know... Um, uh, the You know, if you're when you're dead, you stay dead until judgment. Until judgment. Until oh, yeah. that day comes. Game over. And then so it's game over so until purgatory. judgment. So it's like everybody that's been dead has stayed dead, blackness, nothing. Uh -huh. And then when judgment day comes, everybody So goes. we're just waiting for the game to be over and then we'll move on to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I but like that's the, that's just what that's just what I've the, read and yeah that's for like sure that. another way to look at that. But I think in general, especially in America, there's an overemphasis on this. It's called Gnosticism, but it's this idea that like the body and the soul are two separate things that could just be detached, know, cleaved. Yeah, yeah, but they're not. Like like we are physical things that exist in a physical world. Like that. That do you do you not think uh, that there is something you die to with your body though? Well, what are you talking about? If you were attached <laughs> to your it, body, it, it and made your me, body died, you would die. You said cleaved. It made me wonder if you uh, read uh, his Dark Materials uh, no, growing up. I haven't. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't know because it's 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 you know it's it's religious. Yeah. Well, or, I mean, <laughs> it's allegorical. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's pretty literal. They like the like the way that they tell it is that like. The god that everyone is dealing with and worshiping now was actually the, a, a Lucifer character, and that like the good angels were expelled from heaven and they fought a war that they lost, hmm. and that the current authority or whatever was, yeah, the 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 not good faction. It was like a lie that was perpetuated. 
So That's do you do you believe that? So so to me, it always made more sense that like hell or like the hell or heaven kind of seem like things that we experience here. Like mm. I feel like you can put. I feel like they're states of mind. I feel like we have that ability to choose between that kind of like because I don't believe in the devil. Or like the you know you know God or whatever you want to call it like I don't believe in like the angel or devil on your shoulder or them fighting over your soul I think that's you I think that's of the course. two side I think that's your duality I think we all have the capability and the capacity to do either the I think question, that that's like I think that that is like the the free will I think that that is like the consciousness I think that that's the thing that that makes us like in the image of is the fact that like we are that dichotomy we are that duality we can be mm. both things we are the experience of the universe mm -hmm. like because like what the you know like the big bang and god they all kind of it all kind of works together in the sense of like you bestow that kind of like creation on the universe because we were nothing and everything for so long that you would want to experience something on any kind of level for any amount of time to know what it was like so we he made, we made ourselves this little bitty tiny thing on this little bitty marble in this vast nothingness harvest, to experience yeah. to and experience gold. things and harvest gold. Just be real. No. Well, like the, the, I guess the question truly is about the afterlife, not about what's going on currently, because it wouldn't affect you. The one that affects you is afterlife question, yeah. well, because that's just one that we truly don't know i'm so fascinated well, by angels like the classes of angels and stuff and like how they might experience time and like how that might interplay with like christianity like so you have like dude what like, you know about angels doctor so you have what are archangels which is like kind of a lower one and then their cherubim there's like upper angels like seraphim do you seraphim. get into any of that uh well let me say about time I actually, so I had this weird thing in college where I took a metaphysics class, mm -hmm. a philosophy class, simultaneously with a, at the time, a Bible study with a math professor. And weirdly, we kept running into the same thing. Like, they would discuss, and they almost always lined up. And so time is really interesting to me in general because the way they were bringing it up in metaphysics, I think the most widely held philosophical view of time now actually relates pretty well to what my math professor viewed as as a way that God would interact with it. But basically time being sort of when all creation was created, so was time. All of it. So the whole thing already yeah. exists. We just happen to experience our little slice mm. as it goes. Um, but like realistically, if you could get far enough up, enough dimensions up, we would be this like worm on a table of time. Have you watched Waking Life? Uh, no. That I can I please give you the gift of this movie? It's a Richard <laughs> sure. Linklater from the director Waking of Daisy Life. Confused. There's literally a theory in that that they describe about being stuck in a single day in history, and all mm -hmm. of time it happens overlaid on this single day in history because that's when time stopped, and we're just reliving these things in different uh, perspectives, you know. But that that movie is full Maybe. of. It's like it's about lucid dreaming. It's about like a lot of different uh, ideas. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, yeah, it's good to, to me. It always fucks me up because like I get so I get so caught up in like the fallible nature of humans. Yep, we're the best storytellers, right? And we have made everything up until this yeah. point. 
Yeah. yeah. We have literally made everything up. We like everything that has a name, we named it. We and we've decided what it does and right. and who calls it what and goes near it like we have decided everything up until this point and we're great liars and great storytellers. So it's hard for me to almost give anything like any kind of credence over like it, it's so hard to want to believe anything, you know what I mean? Cuz like it cuz people oh, are yeah. full of shit and like especially back then like way back then, like it was like subjugate people or die. So what's the easiest way to get people to do okay, what you want? Okay, you're talking about the past like 800 to 1,000 years. 2,000, like even more, like even further, like okay. pharaohs, kings, like all that shit. There's always been someone who felt like they needed to, they knew better and right, needed life to tell death. people how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like so like, and generally that kind of probably started with like tribe leaders and people that would be like, I, you know what, y'all aren't doing shit. I'm going to, I'm going to help y'all out. But then it becomes this kind of like the this kind of like uh, hunger for like this power over people and like yeah. again to with me people trying to find peace about I'm being alive right that's, yeah. that's well, where yeah. I'm the drive comes from about when like like ro like like sorry sorry <laughs> sorry Roman culture kind of like found its way into Africa like that point in history like so you have. <laughs> You're talking what? about people like indoctrinating and like spreading like their beliefs and like, you know, potentially like killing people or like I I, I just I'm talking about the overall I'm talking about the overall stretch, the overall grasp of it, like where where it comes from, from the very like from the creation of where we decided to start telling people that there was something that made us because of course it comes from that need for comfort. It comes from that need because, like, we don't know. We just woke up. Like, every day when you wake up, that could be the beginning of everything. You don't know. You could have just woke up into this, and you're just kind of going along with whatever you've made up. Does it make sense now that we told you we started when we were making DMT on the road? Does it all make <laughs> sense now why we're so weird? I, um. <laughs> I, I think everything you're saying is like completely fair and i don't i don't like disagree out of hand i i honestly yeah i think just because something is old doesn't necessarily mean it was ignorant or wrong um and so mm -hmm. i think if anything i think one of the things that's been cool about this podcast for example is it goes literally straight through the bible and it's trying to go from that time period from that time period's perspective and try yeah. to explain where it's coming from. And I think that's just, it's just interesting to me because I think everything that I tend to hear nowadays, regardless of religion tends to be something like, Oh, look what we just figured out. We just figured this out. Um, and I think obviously there's a million things that were, I mean, the world has freaking exploded in the last hundred years. Uh, just all the things that we've learned, but I just think there are some things and I think, you know, when we're arguing or discussing things like that, I think there's sort of this, I don't know, this kind of, uh, a thing that I'm trying to learn a little bit more uh, to live in is this, the unknowableness of some things, the complete opposite of having a bureaucracy behind everything, which yeah. is how this whole, this whole freaking thing started. <laughs> yeah. um, <clears throat> and just sort of lean into it and be like, Absolutely. It, it, this, uh, the, uh, many of the concepts that we've come up with God are things that we could have just come up with because yeah. we're great at coming up with everything. Um, and you know, there was this weird, there's this talk I heard one time that was saying like, you have to, you have to assume 
that if there is a God that is this far above us, that even the act of making a Bible or making himself knowable at all is this incredible condescension of whatever he actually is to try and fit it into something that you could understand. Yeah. There's no way it's accurate. It can't be accurate. Why do you know he I, wants to be called God? His name is Kevin. <laughs> right. Well, we could have gotten that. Um, no, but, uh, and I think, Harvest I think it's an important thing to always be questioning and discussing. And yes, that's my very point is that like, I, learning. It, I don't know. It, tell Especially me if you understand yeah. this. It's like I, I, I can't submit to an idea because I that means I'm defeated and it means I'm done learning. What? Like I, I'm done questioning things once I fully submit to an ideal. And so I would rather keep questioning and consider everything constantly and be on the fence rather than give in to a, a side that was wrong, I suppose. <laughs> On anything, you know, that's just where my mind <laughs> this is. This is why you don't open doors yeah. for people. Yeah, this is why, because Toby just does not want to open it doors It doesn't for make people. you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I just have, well, see, I don't, I, I suppose I don't want to die on a hill that's wrong, and so I'd rather just learn about all the hills to die on. Mm. I'd rather just uh, know about them rather than die on them. <laughs> I don't want to give my life up to something or my, my mind up to something that's going to, um, Make me look like a fool in the end. Yeah, make me look like a bitch. <laughs> At the end of life, a judgment okay. day, I look like a bitch if I, <laughs> if I didn't get it right, whatever religion is right. I think I think that's okay. So I would say sort of yes. My addendum to that would be I think you should in my opinion, I would believe I would try, I would hope that I would believe in the best thing that I could at the time, but be completely open to that changing as new information comes in. I don't know if that's any different exactly than what you're saying, but it's like, for example, uh, you're saying give it. I believe in the institution. (laughs) Well, like think about it like this: like I believe in. uh, I I think there is value in being me. Hey, you got to blow up first, right? Yeah, you (laughs) got to sell out first, and then you be yourself, (laughs) and then you question that and define it in your own. (laughs) Got to have a platform. Well, I was just gonna say. So, like, I I think there's value in me being married to the one person and I don't want to keep it equally in hand, but I could also just, you know, do whatever I want on this, you know, like I, until yeah, I'm convi- so <laughs> convinced you'd otherwise, just I not suppose. be with someone if you're just going to fuck everybody. Right. Cause you don't want to fuck someone. I'm over. just saying I, I, I as don't, as far as ideas I, go. <laughs> yeah. As far as ideas go, I don't want to be married to one because I'm going to fuck all these it's other gonna ideas. It's going to be real awkward. You like, it's going to be real awkward around this like, idea now. Cause like, but I, th- <laughs> I was just going to say, I think it's okay to have the courage to be wrong. Like, I think it's okay to be wrong and not, I don't think you. That's brave I think of you, man. That's brave. I don't think you have to. I think it's okay to be. I don't want to be me, wrong. Though, as long as like, you can change after that. Yeah. I'd rather just not be involved than wrong. But I see, that, like, to me, it's like. That's fine. I, there's just, to me, there are just so many through lines in in almost every major religion and even going back to like religions before these religions were formed there's so many through lines and so many uh synchronicities within them that it's hard for me to to not think that it's like they were they were they were they were virtually filling the same hole just in a geographic location for that same time period ish polygenesis i love the <laughs> Polygenesis is not a good word. <laughs> Dude. But um but to me, I think that like 
even if there is, if 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 at the end when I die and it's not because I don't I don't think I don't think that it's I don't think that it's just black. I don't think that it's just nothing. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, but I do know that like I know what happens right before. I know what happens right before you're gone. <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. Well, because we we did the because uh, you're when when you're right about when you're about to die or when you have a near death experience, your your pineal gland flushes DMT. So you you have a really intense DMT trip. So a lot of people think uh, that it is it it's what's it's your fail safe to help you go to the yeah, next to the, the next thing. The Tibetans believe that it was like literally a portal to the next life, that it was what sent you past it. And other religions believe that it was a almost a drug to uh, sedate you and make you feel okay about the pain of transition. And there's that too, that it could just be the thing that like your body has this, like, I'm going to get you high before you, before you go. Cause yeah. this is, this shit's crazy. I swear. I, I uh, thought or, you were talking about like living. No, like, Oh no. But, yeah. um, so there's, there's, there's that aspect of it because like, so what you, what you experience by, by either by taking some DMT, like, or experiencing that, because what's weird about it is you don't when you live that far from us when, no, no, hold on. We're not trying to tempt this boy. I've been, I've been to Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. Come hang out, bro. Yeah. Drink some ayahuasca and go rock climbing with us. Yeah. <laughs> That's the dream. Let's That's have my a day, religion. you know? Mm. We'll make a funny video and fucking we'll fucking get you get you out of your mind. Um, but uh, you don't seem like the boy that gets tempted. Uh, uh, you have no, strong really. constitutions. No, this is a this is a a man that probably already experiences things like that through other ways. Yeah, have you ever had a psychedelic experience? Yeah. I I I wouldn't say so. No, I but respect that. That's, you've had spiritual things. Obviously, you're very spiritual. So I mean. That borderlines that to me. <laughs> this is a lie. This is fake. <laughs> I'm the devil. I really, I, I honestly didn't. I haven't come into any of this because, you know, I was doing crack on the side of the road and then I had a vision or something. Um, Sounds it's, tight. It's a lot. I do sort of approach a lot of these things a lot more from a. Obviously, it's a culture I was born into, to your point. Like, I I am – it was inescapable um, in a lot of ways. But also, it's it's been a lot of, like, study and stuff and, honestly, community and people that are around me. Yeah. It's a little yeah. – my hope is that – this is another thing I've been learning. I've just sort of I, – I, I – okay. So, in, in 20 uh, – wait, when the hell was Trump elected? 2016. 18? 16? And it must have been... No, it was 2017. So about a year into Trump being elected, I was working uh, an internship at Paste Magazine. And they thought the way that I wrote was funny and sarcastic enough that they put me on the quote-unquote Trump beat. So I had to write about Trump every freaking day, oh, five annoying. times a day for a whole summer. And by the end of it, I was like, I don't know if I believe anything that I thought I believed. Because it, asking me prior to that, I grew up eh, as a Christian conservative, whatever. I didn't think about it. I never voted, Yeah, actually. Um, Same. Uh, all that <laughs> stuff. So uh, the reason I say this is, is I just think there are a lot of things about sort of the widely held American beliefs that I had growing up that I'm starting to question. And one of them happens to be 
this hyper individualism that we always ascribe to that it's like all that really matters is what you think about shit and then what you do and and all this oh stuff. yeah oh I, my god no one cares i just think so <laughs> i actually am trying to believe that the community around me or that i find myself in also feeds into the reality of who i am and who i should be too i don't yeah, know if that makes I agree any with sense that. but no, it's kind I... of like i don't know like what what'd you say I, I said I agree. Do you mean like the tro everybody gets a trophy type shit? What do you, no, 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 no. What I mean is like, um, again, back to sort of more Eastern cultures are going to, the, the way that you feel about yourself has a lot more to do with the way that your community feels about itself and you and whatever. So like in a, in a Japanese family honor and, and how it, how you are bringing it into the family or taking it away from the family affects you in a way that, an American kid might not care as much. You know, a lot of us fought with our parents and then we left and that was it um, mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, and I think these are all things I'm just learning a lot. I'm trying, I'm hoping to learn a lot more about. And so, um, but to the psychedelic question, it's not because I, yeah, like had a near death experience and decided this is what I believe now or, or like Jesus found me in a taco bell and like told me this is what i should believe oh i didn't mean all. like that's how you got into it i was just asking no, no, you no i know it's, but i'm <laughs> it is too i know like, but i'm just saying that taco like bell jesus <laughs> he's a liar <laughs> he's great uh no jesus uh i'm just saying that most of my experience with it has not been particularly heightened i guess um, okay there have been times like but but nothing i would even I don't really feel like in that that way. Cause like, so do you ever think about like, so do you ever think about creation? Do you ever think about like, like putting yourself that long ago? Cause like, to me, it's one of those things of like trying to put yourself as far back because even if there is, if there is a God, you know, like that's probably just, again, that's a name we gave something that we don't understand and probably can't comprehend. And then that, well, that like, idea, let me say, I like, let me, well, no, I was answering your question. He did have ask a uh, question. He he has his his uh, meetings where he talks about shit like that with his bros. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I was talking about. I was asking him if he thinks about this because to me, if there was a if there was a god like that, then like it's so ancient and it is so all knowing that like I don't think any of the attributes that us as humans have given that that being are anywhere near accurate. I feel like it is so old and so it just does not give a fuck about those things so if like even at the end of your life it's like hey what's up i kind of like i can see your soul um so i see that you were a pretty decent dude um y'all were wrong about everything uh but that's cool that's cool you're gonna hang out here or you know your energy is gonna keep going you're gonna be recycled whatever whatever this whatever it actually ends up being like i think that like th that has to have that capacity right there isn't a capacity on like the the actual forgiveness of the the creator yeah right because like if if that's true then he created you and if he created you and then you were always damned he put that flaw in you like he like so it's it's that's one of those destiny. things that's like well the common like thread right? so like i would just think that like it, the, like i would just think that the god would actually be above those things and those are creations of us yeah like we we've put those barriers and those those kind of like 
the, those kind of boundaries on what a God is and does when I just think it's so old and ancient that if it put us here, it was like, no, nah, you did the thing. You lived the life. Um, I, so yes, actually, <laughs> I, I think that like in general, all these things, if we, if, if the, the, the new earth gets built and God is like, oh yeah, I was Anglican. That would be so stupid. The correct <laughs> answer was Anglican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Uh, I think you're right. I think at best anybody is like 0.001% of the way there. To your point. I, I completely believe that. And I think there's this book called Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis, the guy that did Chronicles of Narnia and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. One of the things that he started with, he was like, let's do this. So you get up from your chair. I sit in your chair. You come back and you say, what the hell? That was my chair. The only way that we're able to have any sort of discussion about who may or may not be allowed to sit in the chair, we both have to agree that there is some sort of uh, ultimate morality that governs the universe, right? Because... Otherwise, what are we even talking about? What we're both saying is there's a right answer right here. Mm -hmm. I think it's this. You think it's that. But we both agree that it exists, mm. right? So um, <clears throat> he sort of I'm, – I'm just going to skip through it because I can't remember all of it. But, like, basically he ends up suggesting that that's God. And a lot of what we're doing is this kind of discussion about – taking this idea that there is morality and there are other things like this, right? Like how, so take any conceivable thing, right? Like um, you can even take stupid stuff. Like who should be the next president? There is actually a right answer. Maybe, probably. And the only <laughs> but reason it's that not we can... any of the candidates. <laughs> probably, right? But like, or make it more nebulous. Like what is the ultimate justice for any situation? Mm -hmm. There is an, I think that I believe there is an answer. And if I don't believe that there's an answer, then like what we can't even really talk, like we can't argue about anything. Like we can't discuss anything if we're like, well, see, I would argue anybody that, could be that right. right. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I would argue that right and wrong in itself and morality in itself is a human creation. And I, I disagree. So that that's, that's like the one thing that I'm going to, Oh, it's yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> There no, is no, no. a quantifiable correct. <laughs> that was no, the no, no. Hell I'm yeah. not saying I crossed I, the line. No, I, put him down. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're not. My version of morality is not necessarily correct, or, or yours is wrong, or yours is right. And but it exists. But I think, but I think there is a right answer, and I think we are all just doing our best to get as close as we can. And yeah. some are probably closer than others. I, th I think yeah. the universe opinion. is more chaotic, and therefore there is Tell no me, right answer. He's just saying that that well, ultimately, ultimately there is there there is an an answer to every situation that you're in, to every to to. So I don't there's think so. so many outcomes that you can. And that's have. fine. That, there are that's, better that's ones. That's my. I, no, we, don't try to convince me. I'm, <laughs> I would. I, just, I, I can respect that, that. I feel like you're saying that there's cardinal truths to like the current reality. That exists outside of people. Like there's a correct like state of being. They're unknown. Yes. Um, okay, wait. You want to get really hard? Let's get hardcore. <laughs> Fuck I'm us up. I'm going to draw you guys a freaking Punnett square. Oh, Hell yeah, dude. Something. Tell me. 
Let's yeah. go, doctor. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm sure there there are a million ways to sort of like diffuse this or debunk this or change it or whatever. But the basic idea is like, okay, so what are the two? I don't know how to lead you up to this question without just telling you, but like, um, what are the two main? Whatever. I can't do it. So basically, <laughs> uh, there's truth that is known and truth that is not known. Right. You can use yeah. that as two categories. Okay. So let me just draw my square. I love this. I love that you got uh, some extra. I love this stuff. I think it's fun. Well, regardless, <laughs> I'm not going to get to the end of this and like mail you a Bible unless you want one. But like I, because I've got it's, Bibles. It's it's just, <laughs> I just think it's interesting and. I, no, think I love be, debating this type of stuff because it's again it should be in constant debate. Well, this I is think, like, this is kind of, I mean, this is right. cool stuff. So we got known, we got unknown. Yes, sir. Right. And then the other aspect of it, the other facet of truth and my understanding of it is objective, inherent to the object, subjective, inherent to the person, mm -hmm. the subject, or like the, the person experiencing the thing. So that would be kind of the, the thing. So, um, can objective. I say something? Um, sorry. But already, as as thinking from that opposing state of mind, go, you're go already it. making me say that I believe something is 100% known and factual. So you've already won by even drawing no, this no, no, graph no. in our argument. Uh, it's, you all, all you have to is, uh, okay. I mean, I guess you have to assume <laughs> that it's possible to know. To know 100%, yeah. Well, okay, well, but assuming that I think like that, let's go ahead. It yeah. seems like well, a classification of reality. I had to make... So, okay, so we've got your objective, subject... Oh, I'm backwards. Subjective, known, unknown. Okay, so if you had to guess, what would you call an objective known? An objective known? A mm -hmm. traffic light? Yeah, a stop yeah. sign. Some... Oh, well, <laughs> just give it like, there's a word for it. Um, not Not like... Yes, an objectively right. okay. known <laughs> thing. Like I, I feel like this so, is charades right now. Right. Say <laughs> it was uh, uh, the sun is hot. What is that? That's a well. Yeah. Okay. So that's an objective. Okay. That's an objective known. Yeah. That that it but, generates. But that's called a fact. Right? Okay. Like, yeah. A fact. Okay, would, okay. You want us to call put... that a fact? Right. I mean, I realize you guys are going to be able to destroy this at some point, but no, I I, th no, I find I... it helpful. So, what would you call a known subjective? No, it's a lie, a falsehood, whatever. Uh, no, 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 not at all. That's a real thing. This is okay. real truth. Jesus okay. Christ, a known subjective. So, so it's no, I, I don't know. Um, what that like living is pain? Oh, no, it would be like an like, no, 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 no. So like a known subjective would be like Davy. What's your favorite chocolate chip cookie? Oh, oh yeah, oh. the the fucking the hard ones. I don't like chewy ones. I like the yeah. ones that oh. feel like a brick so, in my mouth. That's that's hmm. true. That's a true thing. That yeah. would be uh, an opinion. That's your opinion. You're, yeah. so and known... I can have a different opinion. That uh, your opinion does not make mine untrue. Okay. Right. So David likes hard I was, cookies. I swear, I, you said I wanna, that, and I I've heard Tracy so Morgan. Long, it was like, like hard cookies. You have to dunk them. I like to <laughs> dunk them. I don't like the chewy ones. I like to dunk hard them cookies. Them. I know that. I want soft. But no, so, I, it's it's it, no. You're absolutely right that there's just like there's that idea of like well, because of course like everybody has their opinion because nobody knows who's right. Like and of course like people have their preferences. This of graph. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're working up to it though. Okay. We're working up to it. Uh, 
the point is that there's a slightly different thing here, I guess, is my point. So this is kind of a, just a simple way of me illustrating all the things I just said. So then this is where it gets this is where it gets trickier, right? Like the unknown stuff. So like what would you call an unknown objective? And this is, I suppose, where we're getting to, right? Like the earth is round. Do you want me to? Kind of. So um, like the experience. Oh, after, kind of. The experience. Okay. After well, death. the. The unknown. When nobody knew for sure, accepted as truth. Listen, listen to him. When nobody knew for sure if the Earth was round, what did they do? Like, what would they? There wasn't opinions, right? Because the opinion, basically, that's that's called faith or a theory. So that would okay. be like a theory is the more sciencey way of doing it, but it would be like. Um, uh, I think this is what blood does when it clots or whatever. You don't know. Uh, but the, an yeah. the Anunnaki or um, lizard people. That's a theory, right? I mean, throw that one sure. down on the paper. <laughs> and, okay. okay. And here's another way to look at it, right? Like, so say aliens exist. Mm -hmm. um, if aliens, hostile aliens, do they exist? Do they not exist? You say yes. I say no. But that's not our opinions, right? Because if aliens showed up and they blew up the planet, yeah, we're all dead. It yeah. didn't matter that I was like, uh, yeah. actually, my opinion is that you don't. That's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I'm gonna that's blow the, you that's not really now, that, dude. That's a. I don't. All right. I'm, no, go for it. I, I'm. I'm happy for you to try and. No, keep going. How are you surviving this draft. alien invasion? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. Well, no. That's not. Yeah, what that's... part of your your American history has been influenced by aliens that's unknown? <laughs> Wait, are you talking to me now? Yeah. Talking... No, no. Just okay. in general, like. <laughs> I, well, I was more talking about the argument in general, but let's finish the graph and then. How let's many get into aliens the... are there? <laughs> so th this is it. This is just the last part. Um, um, the, the subjective unknown that can't exist. So a subjective unknown would be saying, Davey, uh, what of my mother's many culinary dishes is your favorite? Oh man, her stroganoff is so good. <laughs> She's never made stroganoff. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you can't nice. have no you can't have a subjective opinion on a thing that you don't that you've never experienced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's not really a category for that. So really what we're dealing with is... Doesn't that prove the whole graph wrong, though? I don't think so, because oh, I man. think... That's dizzying, the amount of things that don't right. exist. <laughs> well, no. Well, give me if one, you were subject give me, give me... No, if you were subjectively experiencing anything, which we can prove just so many layers behind our, like, uh, perception lag on top of, like, what what we can hallucinate, what we can envision, how differently perception can exist. There's so many layers back that you could say that by believing in anything, you are, it's like, it's hearsay at that point, you know? Give me an example of a thing that you think would be a subjective on, or just anything. I, I just, what was the last one? A subjective? Well, it was nothing, so I, yeah, I don't have a word for it. Things but, like, that are not occurring? <laughs> give well, me an example of like, what you're talking like something that somebody would have two differing let's just say views on or whatever you hear what i'm asking so like yeah. i'm just trying to make a distinction between whether aliens exist or not is a theory because they will equally blow you up because there is a right answer they either yeah. do or they do not well no but, but the answer isn't proven until after you're dead right it's until that's after what he was saying happened. so it doesn't matter man so I, your belief on it not only doesn't matter but it doesn't 
uh, I don't think it. Well, no, but see, I can even go into the fact of it couldn't influence it. Your belief why, could actually influence the outcome to well, a certain extent too. So, like, but it totally can matter. I mean, if if you don't believe aliens exist and I do, and I build a bunker and then the aliens show up, it's I was more right and I prepared in a certain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. I see what you mean. Uh, it, it can matter. Doesn't mean it will matter. I'm just I'm sorry. Saying. I did jump a, a pretty hefty amount in my mind. Just I then, do. But what I was saying was like, oh, it's, it's, it's a new concept now. No, um, no, I, I get that. I'm just like drawing shit on on notepad. No, no I, I like that. This. Aren't I, I like right? That. I'm right. I, I have to. Say say I'm stuck on doomsday preppers <laughs> so, right now. So I'm saying, um, I, I go back to like perception, hallucination, mass hallucinations, jumping topics. What if we, so many people believe that aliens are going to come, that we are going to manifest all oh, seeing aliens. So and by like not talking about it and not paying attention to it is actually, uh, you know, just like withholding the inevitable and pushing it back. You well, know, so it's like. So. Um, new what? New, <laughs> new question. No, no, that's fine. Um, so. How does that. But does that. Are they manifesting like actual aliens or whatever? Well, you're seeing aliens. So a we're going to make it happen. See that... aliens. So what I would say is that that's still just like. I mean, is that whether they exist or not is irrelevant. Like a bunch of people would see aliens if they keep believing that they're going to see aliens. Well, then they've objectively seen aliens, I guess, but I don't know. Then you're, then you're on a whole new thing. Then you're on, like, manifestation and all that shit. Do you think that there is life out there? feels like mathematically it has to be. Right? Yes, so, but then, but then do they also fall under the reins of, like, the, the, like, the boundary of, like, a Christian God? Do they still have to, like, do this thing? Have you ever had the argument of, like, is there alien Jesus? Yeah. Ooh, so C.S. Lewis Jesus. actually wrote a book about, like, an alien... Jesus, essentially. <laughs> really? um, if he I've was real, he might have been an alien. I we don't the, know. The Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. I think that was it. I think yeah. that's the only one. I, um, I think so. It's a great question. The short answer is I have no idea, obviously. Well, I mean, I'm um, just asking like, what, but, you would, what you would think. So assuming, back to the angels question, assuming that's another creation, they seem to operate on different rules mm -hmm. than humans. So I imagine there are various i mean and animals exist too they don't seem as far as i'm nobody seems to be claiming that they have the same sort of moral i don't know obligation so have you ever asked why like, there's so much shit in the universe why is there just so much endless different dimensions and so many different universes like what's going on know. out there <laughs> that should know. be my news segment what's going on out there where yeah, where you're just drunk and just, <laughs> just I, pontificating. I feel like aliens have to exist, and I feel like that they probably have like either like avoided us like pretty thoroughly, or that like our consciousness has shifted during a time span that hasn't quite lined up with how they might come around for us. Well, I think the answer is 65 million years ago, uh, uh, advanced aliens landed here and they fought the dinosaurs and they mm. looked like... Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, Transformers. Now, I'm trying to... 
have a time machine for that. I, I no, that's what, that's a movie that's in theaters right now. Oh, is that sixty five? Is that yeah. oh shit yeah dude <laughs> that's oh what my God. that's what the sixty five stands for sixty five million years ago <laughs> awesome. crash landed on Earth maybe he made humans actually I, I haven't seen it, so I, I feel like they're gonna pull it see like that's why I love people gave so much shit to Prome- Prometheus, Prometheus but I loved that movie I was like oh I love this I love this story because yeah. like I I always really liked the idea that like whatever we perceived as a god was probably just some advanced alien that fucked a monkey. And <laughs> <laughs> possibly, I don't know. So maybe that's the connection. Maybe um, it's. I mean, maybe because like all one weird yeah. timeline. Because of- like, do you ever think about just like people's people's vocabulary back then? Because it's like what they refer to as like angels and demons could just be what we're calling pan-dimensional beings or aliens. Oh like, sure. So I, I think. I think by the exact same or a very similar train of logic, though, you could make an argument that 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 all in the same way, like it all also reverse points back to a singular thing. Right. Which I guess is kind of the point that you're making. But like, if anything, maybe that also proves the existence of some of this stuff. And well, it could also just to me, I'm always trying to look at like how big it could be. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I try to be a big picture guy. I try to think about the the farthest you can take it. So if like, if you're looking at something that was written so many years ago, and you're looking at the the words that that were used in a translation, so those aren't even the words that were actually used. Right. So it's like you're looking at somebody's. You're looking at a third generation of this text, and so you're still like bound by the words that they had to describe things. And so our language changes, and so many languages change, and how we perceive things changes. So it's like there's a lot of references to things that we just call different things now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, sideswipe here we. <laughs> um, there was something I wanted to uh, do with you if you wanted to do. Um, okay. okay. What? Just we're sideswiping okay, this. We we've been going so this is the hard. Part of, okay. We've been going heavy. So is, shut up for a second. Um, All right. No. I wanna, listen. I, I want to tell I'm you that this is something thing. that happens. This is something that happens once Toby's starting had something new. A certain number. A certain number. It's it's Toby's show. Right. Okay. I, I will say I have work tomorrow morning, so you know I'll I'll, about, I'll write it for a while. But you I, can tap I, out I, whenever you want. Well, that's why I was okay. Great. Trying to ask you before it was yeah, too late. Yeah, totally you know? fine. If you if you guys um, had things that you really wanted to get to that just didn't have to do with like the nature of truth. Or well, we got, I mean, we got a little too. Yeah, we got far out there for a while. Um, but see, now we've grown closer together. True. Now, now, like we we've Absolutely. had talks. Like we're you've this, seen my Punnett square. I mean, I like not everybody that. gets to see the Punnett square. I, I mean, it's, it's going. It's big, dude. That's a hog. That's a hog of a Punnett <laughs> square. Guys, That's, I haven't seen <laughs> none of this. You haven't seen any of this. No, I haven't. <laughs> Oh well, well, just you know, just play imagine. it back. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I feel like I've had. You're okay. X Y diagrams. So, here's a here's his face. You can see his face now. Okay. Right. So Toby, um, start your. No, what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's how I visualized it. That, because okay. I was trying to lighten up the mood because we were getting so deep. And oh, we oh we're gonna diagnose um, things. We were gonna do so. We doctor actually yeah. did a podcast where. We did di- diagnosing sitcoms, but we did it different. We did like um, we diagnosed like their psychosis as characters. So like we went through friends and a couple that like, and we diagnosed them on the level of like um, what kind of you know whether they were a sociopath or like uh, had OCD or like you know <laughs> like do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I'm not. Uh... 
an actual doctor of any kind, to be clear. Okay. Well, so, neither well, are we. We were the yeah. That's what yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we we. But it was a fun little side. Doctors. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Yes. Yeah. This is a this is a narcissist but that most likely to, has HPV. Yeah. I want to at least do one with you where we go through like um, a couple characters and diagnose them on that level, like okay. of actually what you think about their psychosis. Everybody right. loves Raymond. <laughs> no, first um, off. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Well, Jerry's a sociopath, right? He he's definitely full of himself and surrounds himself with people who worship him or use him. Yeah. Were you a big Seinfeld guy, Jordan? I've watched a lot of Seinfeld, but I haven't like watched all of Seinfeld. I do this thing, and this is actually true of almost every comedy that I watch, where I like watch two, three seasons, and then just sort of don't watch it anymore yeah. it's not like yeah. an intentional like i'm done the exceptions to that have been like always sunny although even then Ooh. i'm only like season 11 or something archer but even you know i i just realized there's like none that i finished maybe the office and like 30 rock mm. oh hell yeah maybe i'm a fan arrested development yeah. i haven't even finished arrested development because like oh yeah there's like two new seasons two yeah and a movie I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. It gets dense. I can't do the the drama ones. I couldn't finish fucking Game of Thrones. I'm like still like seventy percent through Sopranos. Yeah. Mm. Like <laughs> I just I it's one of my favorite like TV shows and I still couldn't get through it. Dude, the, I, I don't yeah. remember how far I got. What the Sopranos? It. I never yeah. finished The Wire. <laughs> uh, There's like dense. three yeah, I half of it I didn't see. I was you, like, I'm good. Did you watch The Wire? I haven't I haven't seen The Wire and I've only watched one episode of The Sopranos. Those are both big holes. <laughs> but in Game my... of Thrones you got through somehow. How? Game I mean, of that's like Breaking Bad. Book Breaking Bad I've seen three times. Oh shit, son. It's Wait, like a I've, cultural I've thing. never rewatched a show, but I've rewatched Breaking Bad. Uh, that's now, awesome. I got through that, but you know, for sketch um, reasons. <laughs> it just seemed so uh this is probably not a, a correct diagnosis. I think the, the underlying theme of that show is just nihilism. They just have like a, <sighs> so such a such a distance from everything. Seinfeld? Yeah. Because okay. yeah, there's I no just learning. Think they're, like, they're like the Coen brothers, but, but worse. It's just like truly nothing matters. So we're just going to comment on everything and exploit it where we can. And like mm. One of Larry David's rules for the show was no learning, no hugging. Those yeah. were two things he said about it when he started. And it was, there was no, like, at the end of the sh which I skip at the end of, like, Friends, the last five minutes of every resolution show resolved. No resolution. Yeah, he doesn't like when the, the, like when the lights go down, the music emotional. gets all soft. Fuck that. I want to see the jokes. I love the intros. I love the, the story. But fuck. He's the, never beaten a video minutes. game in his life. <laughs> no, I don't want to finish a video game. I mean, that, I can. That's what's so funny about Seinfeld is that it's like, it's weird to put it in a sitcom that kind of like, like it's, it, I mean, it always opens with stand up, which is what it pretty much is. They're just yeah. having funny conversations, but it's, but it's yeah. dark. It is kind of dark comedy though. On some level, yeah, I never watched not, it. we're not really building their relationships that much in. So yeah. except to like make more jokes about their relationships or whatever, it's not really, it's you're about not in judging. it. Like even veep, which is one of my favorite. I like that too. Julia comedies of all times. Yeah. It's also Elaine. got Elaine in it. Yeah, 
She is such. Have you have any of you all seen like all of that? Yeah, I watched anyway, all of you. She is so awful to Buster <laughs> from Arrested Development. Yeah, for seasons and seasons, and nothing really seems to change. And then it's like season six or whatever. They have this moment in the bathroom where they're like laughing and crying together because she got elected or something like that. And there's like this catharsis in you that's like, oh, they're like real people. Yeah. They they at no. some point they cracked it. And we're like, no, they're they are real people. Yeah. Seinfeld never did that. That they're like, yeah, no, they're exactly. Just, no, on the last these, like, episode, brutal archetypal assholes. The very yeah. last episode, they actually have the first emotional moment of the entire oh. series, <laughs> okay. which is so they get in, they're in court yeah. and they're being arrested for being pieces of shit, and everyone from their past comes up on and like you know declares them, you know, like gives them. What Tells them why they're piece of shit. You know, character def, uh, defamation. You're defamation, good. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, I don't know what I'm looking for. What the word I'm actually looking for there. They like they're a character witness. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, and so they bring up everyone from the show, and then at the end, they like have this flashback, and they almost die, and like it flashes through all their like emotional moments, and has like probably. I'm not going to say Green Day time of our life, but it's like, it might okay. be. It actually right. might be that song, though. That's how bad it is. And I think it is. Is that the, is that is that because that made you cry and feel stuff and you felt like a bitch? When so I was 12 years old. Yeah, that's the death. Well, the you death know, of it. that got played at some like emotional times in middle school when the kid died. Or some shit. Like, that yeah, darn. Toby's got the stiff upper lip, man. He's. Um, but they tried one last emotional grab at the end, and it ruined the entire fucking show. <laughs> it really did. This is because it. I like the, emotions. The, the, I like to. Well, feel no, stuff. no, they're gross. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not even saying that. Again, it's like uh, I'm going to diagnose you right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying it, it should have ended how it started and how it always was. It shouldn't have taken this right like left turn i guess i was gonna say right turn but toby, right turns are cool apparently. toby expects himself from other people that's you, not you're true. truly <laughs> like lying on me you're dog. you know Don't lie I, on me to strangers you that's are a human gold, goldfish man that's dangerous for everyone around you <laughs> i'm a danger yeah i'm a I'm a bad um, boy. No, I don't so, expect myself from anyone, um, but I am a danger. <laughs> That's what you should have said. Damn. Okay. Yes, Jordan. Uh, I was just going to say, liars. but as far as, is it, is it the DSM-5? I'm just not well-versed on it, so I don't know, like, is that the episode? is actually wrong with them? The, like, oh. uh, I, I can't put a real, like. I don't know what drug to prescribe. Okay, that? so. Ooh, that's a that's, good next level. Yeah. So can we gift you this idea? Because we're yeah. not going to do it. <laughs> you, you you take it next level and you actually diagnose them psychologically and prescribe them something. That's scary. That would do a lot more research than I feel like. I yeah, well, right. I mean, but that's TikTok series right there. <laughs> oh God, that's funny, but no. Um, no, know. you could do. You um, I mean, of course, you've got like Dennis from It's Always Sunny. He's just a fucking psychopath. So, psychopath, sociopath, uh, narcissist, heavy. Um, I would go ahead because that's got to be one of your favorite OCD shows, right? There. That's like, oh my god, I love it. It's so good. They're so good. I. Uh, what would you yeah. diagnose Charlie though? He's he's a special one. I mean, he can't read, right? <laughs> okay, um, illiterate. He's not good but, at it. <laughs> well, but I just mean I feel like he has a severe like learning disability Dis okay. and and um, 
Is he the undiagnosed? Because he stayed like, in regular like classes. This. What if he's just autistic and he's the least crazy of them all? What if mm. he's the most sane of them all? You know? Because all like he Mac. he just has a learning disability. Well, yeah, Mac. Mac's not. I mean, Mac's crazy. They're all crazy, but he's like the body most... dysmorphia. He's <laughs> he's got um, does have that. Um, I feel like he's just sort of like a. He's always like flipping between being like a people pleaser, fear of missing out kind of guy, and just prideful, but not necessarily. What did the red coats call that? I think that's a traitor. <laughs> that's a, oh, no. Um But he also is always like <laughs> trying to have emotional stuff and Yeah. He seems well, like cuz he's the Catholic, he's always trying to do the right thing sort of. I mean, he is miserable no. at it, obviously, but But he the was rest just of them in just the closet seem, for like 7 uh seasons, right? I mean, how longer long? than that? I don't I don't think he came out until like season what like season 13 14? Yeah. Is it that yeah, late? Oh, yeah. So most of his life we're assuming. <laughs> well, I mean, the they they definitely plant the seed early on. Their but first... that's what I'm suggesting is that he is a, he is a little bit more rounded out of a character and like a human person mm. that he has yeah. Like, Dennis has no secrets other than that there are even more evil, horrible VHS tapes. Of, oh, yeah. Of, uh, There's so many videotapes. Of underage girls. Dude. He's got <laughs> tapes. He listened to a tape in his card where she admitted she was, what, 16? He's like, why do I still have <laughs> this? Yeah. So he oh, gets rid of tapes. <laughs> he admitted that he gets rid of tapes. So there's there's way more that aren't I just, yeah, in circulation. I just think, oh, he is a monster. <laughs> Like and Charlie, you just learn more and more weird games that he plays with Frank or whatever. Yeah, like, dude, Nightcrawlers. Um, I, I just feel like Den. I mean, Mac is the most, most deep, the deepest character you would say. He's well, the, the most, most likely He's... to be a real person that you could meet and be like, they're extremely flawed, <laughs> and I don't actually like them, but they seem like a human person. You'd be like, Dennis should go to jail yeah. And, yeah. and like Charlie needs to go to some sort of... He's a cartoon. Of, he needs a support system. <laughs> yeah, he's not even high-functioning, really. He's like... Now, struggling. did you see the... Have you seen like the uh, clips of their pilot when uh, Mac was like hitting on the uh, the girl with the dick? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The tranny. The tranny. Oh, yeah. The tranny. Yeah. The original, yeah, yeah. so hot. the original pilot was again just based on that was the character development from the beginning. You said it was early on; it was yeah. the first thing they filmed. Yeah. I loved her in that eighty show in Club Dread, <laughs> and it wasn't revealed. That's the longest, like, kind of slow reveal ever. The first thing they filmed, and the last thing they gave up was mm. that Mac was fully gay. But it really Genius. showed it in the pilot. <laughs> What's your but the uh, cancer one was the other part of the pilot too that what, they filmed first. What is the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh man. It's a great question. I feel like I just Oh, okay. Well, I'll go by this metric. Speaking of Charlie Day, the only movie I have ever walked out of the theater on, of, in, yeah. during, during, uh, was Fist Fight. Oh. Hmm. With him and Ice Cube? Uh huh. Oh God! I, I just couldn't take it. Charlie Day <laughs> and Ice Cube. What did you say? It's it's hard to even explain why. Like it also had the uh, the woman from Workaholics in it. Um, the the weird blonde. Yeah. Julian. Uh, Julian. Bell. Yeah. All right. No. Um. Jillian. Jillian. Yeah, that's it. 
they kept doing things. I think even no. Okay, yeah. So like, at some point, uh, he says something like, "What did you do this weekend?" And she was like, "Oh, I did this. I did this. I smoked crack and fed it to my horse or something." And you're like, oh, "Okay, rule of threes, nice." And he goes, "Wait a minute, you fed your horse crack?" And I was like. They just kept doing that where yeah. they're like, did you miss our kept joke? Going. You did what? Yeah, yeah like, and I was like, a- I hate this. And this was, okay. Oh, dude. It, this is skewed, though, by the fact that I um, I also, uh, I had movie pass. And so I could, you know? Yeah. I had that freedom. Yeah, like, I'm not I've losing had, anything. I've had some version of movie pass since 2015. When it was like $35. Yeah. Uh, and I still, I still ran them out of fists. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but that's fist, the fist fight is the one that comes to mind because that's the only time I was like, I just don't want to sit in the theater anymore. I just, I know I'm not going to get anything else out of it. So I, I left. It's funny that you were talking about them taking a joke too far and uh, Jillian Bell because the workaholics fucking board, uh, they had the board of like uh, cliche jokes. When they were working on workaholics. Oh, the untouchable jokes. Um, and then they their basic rule was like take everything three or four steps past where it has been taken. So like um the example was That's um, a great rule in writing in general. Maybe not past, but like but whatever see, that's the what first idea you, you have for a joke. That was is a joke that got idea. taken too far away from its original idea, right? Well they were just reiterating it to make sure you got it and that's bad writing. Yeah, I just <laughs> they didn't they didn't move it forward. They just repeated it. Well, it's like, trust your stupid joke. If you think it's funny, let us hear it. Well, um, a lot of people, like, they don't They don't think their audience is smart enough. Like, they're like, well, no, they're not going to get it. You have you to gotta say it a few times. Ma- make him react real big to it. Now, I, 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 do, I do, in music and in writing, I do tend to err towards maximalism, where I'm a little bit more like... Joke. Yeah, uh, I want you to understand it, but I also try and make enough things that are subtle too. So if you'll rewatch it or whatever, well, or wh- just pack such a density of jokes. Yeah. So um, so what we do is different though. That's 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 purely to keep attention. Like that's to, true. To do those snappy edits, those quick edits and stuff like that. That's like that's like YouTube basically started that like that's now it's just now moving into popular culture into like what into the editing style of things like the first person that really kind of like I thought used those quick cuts effectively was like fucking Edgar Wright he fucking he knows how to Uh. use quick cuts he knows how to use that shit so like that stuff's hard to do and make it viable but like movies movies like that are like why comedy movies have just like shat the bed like you have these buddy buddy comedy movies used to be the fucking thing man yeah my yeah. dude like turner and hooch that's a dog and it was like because fucking <laughs> <Still a buddy. laughs> fist fight sucked like i've seen that movie it fucking sucks like and so i just went I and saw cocaine that. bear like i i couldn't do it it's not it's in the trailer they were like 
over and over saying it's a bear all cocaine. And they say like, it so I many know. fucking times. They they say cocaine well, so many times. It wants the cocaine. It's like I can tell by your CGI bear that it is now addicted to cocaine. Like I can tell. <laughs> who like, directed? Make something else funny. Uh, it was Elizabeth Banks. That's who I thought How directed many it. Times is, am I supposed to hear cocaine before I just leave and go get cocaine? Yeah, it's just like you're making me want <laughs> you said cocaine. It so much. Um, but no, it's like, and that was like, it wasn't. Some of the jokes were funny, but it's still it has that same that same thing you're talking about. And I don't know what it is like because there's so many good comedians now, but I don't I don't think that they're writing anything anymore because we you used to have you you used to have people like that that were stand up comedians. They would also kind of moonlight as as script writers, and then you actually had funny people that would forego a like a stand up oh. career to go into movies. But now it just seems like. It, it seems yeah, we like don't have an Adam Sandler scraping the bottom of the barrel. It seems like it's strange. I remember these the thing from the board now that they were talking about. It was the um, oh he's right in front of me, yeah joke right. So it's uh, like yeah. uh, oh someone you know something standing right, right behind, behind me. me. Yeah. yeah, he's standing right behind me. <laughs> oh, he's right in front of me. He's right in front he? of me is the first <laughs> level. That's that actually the, would be funny. Well, see, that's the first level of detaching from the original joke, right? And then the third level. Oh, he's uh, I'm behind myself, or like it would go to like uh, levels of like <laughs> oh my I'm god, standing is it, right behind is it me him, standing I? right in front of myself right now? There would be like I'm right layers him, to I? it that you can make it work from it. Give me a good one. Give me a good one off the top. <laughs> yeah, what of about that? What if, I don't uh, like that. <laughs> what if you recorded yourself saying something offensive? And then said, "I'm right behind me, aren't I?" And then yeah, somebody's watching it on a laptop, and you walk in. Oh, see? whoa. That's a mind blown kind of thing. We were gonna do something like that in the pilot. So like our our monster of the week for that first one is the Wook of the Wood. So we're gonna have like Houston all made up in like dreadlock wig, beard, like uh fucking hippie clothes and like covered in dirt. Oh, it sounds great. Um and like the way we were gonna introduce him was like, you know, he's like he's going to possess Toby evil dead style and have Toby like being his harbinger telling us that he's coming. Um, and then he's gonna like appear. It'll be a, a close up, a close up shot of like me, this. and he'll be in my ear, and he'll be like, "Sup?" And then it does a wide shot, and he's not there, right? So he's just like in and out. And then uh, it'll be Toby and I. I'll be like, "Why the fuck are you doing that?" Blah blah blah. And then I'll be like, "Oh, he's under me, isn't he?" And then I look down, and he's between my legs. And <laughs> but see, see, we started with that same prompt of yeah. like, he's there supposed to be behind you. And you realize it, but it's it's got to be a couple steps outside of the joke if he, if you're gonna reference a joke, yeah. right? But then we thought it would be funnier if he just is just there with us. So it's like you have that wide shot of me being like, he's not fucking real. He was made up by people. Blah blah blah. And then it'll just do a wide again, and he'll be like, I know, right? And he's just standing there with us. <laughs> so like, I, we just felt like that was funnier. Um, so we left yeah. that in. It's hard. I don't know. I don't fucking know what's funny. Yeah, we don't know. We're just going to see what happens when we put it on film. What is your favorite bad movie? Uh, sorry. People ask me things like this a lot. I watch so many Well, then movies. don't answer it. Tell me to ask you another question. Say fuck No, no, no. It's great. <laughs> Satan's little helper for me. My favorite Didn't bad see... movie. Well, okay. So it's going to depend on how you define it. Tropic Thunder Uh <laughs> Just a in good a lot movie. of ways hasn't aged how you might hope. <laughs> no, oh, dude, I still th- movie, I think that though. movie's fucking genius. But man, it's funny. Dude, well, I mean, like the whole thing, people just people that talk about the blackface in it haven't watched the movie. I'm more upset about Doc Doctor Doolittle. You're more upset. <laughs> 
Original Doctor <laughs> no, Doom? No, the, the Robert, Robert Downey. Downey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, what are you going to do after Iron Man? Doctor Do Little It Up. Do a little I can do anything. Mm. Oh, a man. Oh, My he was in a Scanner Daddy. Darkly, too. Yeah, okay. George. A Scanner Darkly, another Richard Linklater movie. Have you seen that one, Scanner Darkly? I haven't. So Don't worry about that. Remember, my... Just remember I... Waking Life. <laughs> just I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Okay. Fuck. Sorry. I see you right. not. My wife got home. Mm-hmm. I got to 11.15 my time. What do you what do you want to what do you want to do with this time? This Ooh. last these last few precious moments that we Ooh. had. Um, Anything specific? I just want to let you know going, we love you, and then I'll just I'll just disappear. Yeah, you do disappear forever. Um, after this, uh, well, um, it's, we love you. We love you. We're happy you're here. We're like, hey, it's, it's, it's been fun. I've been having a blast. Well, we would love at at some point if you're if you're interested, we would love to have you back on and have something a little bit more planned. Do a little something different now that we've kind of like broken the ice. We can like play a game or something. Sure. Um, and like actually put some effort and time into it. Um, but uh, that would be fun. Um, yeah, I tried abruptly to get to the game, and we didn't fully get where we needed because I wanted to have some fun. But that's not what we had fun tonight with. We had fun with actual, like, uh, some philosophy. Honestly, it was one of my favorite yeah, discussions sorry, I've we, had. And yeah, that, that, was that doesn't usually come up in podcasts. It just sort of came. It just sort of went that way. So. Well, my my whole it. thing was like I, I didn't want to talk to because I know you've been doing. I know you've been doing the podcast rounds, and I wanted I wanted you to have a different experience. I wanted you to like. To have, to have something yeah. different and not just talk about the the same stuff you've been talking about because like because we we like to we like to be funny and also talk about everything because it's like we do get there a we, lot because because we don't like subscribe to like any one thing we love to talk about all of it because it's 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 interesting to us because like the human condition and like what people think about is like that's like everything that's what makes the world right that's what kind of because it's yeah. all of our experiences that make everything kind of tangible for everybody fuck yeah. But besides that, we're going to check out Don Broco. Yeah. And also everyone fucking listening, check out this motherfucker. He's the doctor. Um, Dr. Jordan Breeding, his stuff, is his Twitter and his YouTube are in our uh, description. So if you're watching this in the future or listening to this in the future on all the podcast platforms, check it out. Go hit him up. Um Jordan, I mean, it's it's been great. Um, we we didn't we didn't jump you in too hard. We usually like when it's somebody's first time on. We usually ask them the weirdest place they ever jerked off. But I figured mm. like talking about religion was um, a little bit, you know, kind of kind of same 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 but different. I mean, so, yeah, kind of already, spiritually, yeah, <laughs> you've kind of already been asked. Though, yeah, unless you don't. No, no, no. We're it's not always do a car. It. It's always a car. No, it's no, no. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not going to we'll do say, that. We'll save something for the next one. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people say in a car though um yeah. it was good to meet you though for real. it was great to meet you man and, so and shit yeah. dude actually i don't know uh i love debating with you i love talking about this stuff it was fun <laughs> yeah. well good i hope it doesn't come across as like overly aggressive this is Hell just no. sort of where i've landed after that's what i, needed. I respect it's it. honestly I, what I need. I need someone and if to i come back with. in 10 years it'll probably be a little different so yeah well okay. i mean we'll, we'll check in probably hopefully before that you might we'll have just... gray hair by then who knows yeah. <laughs> See. You do have a great head of hair, though, bro. Thanks, guys. Shout out your hairs. <laughs> Shout out you, man. We love you. You all have you have much hair on your head. You have much hair on your face. Everybody's got lots of hair on this podcast. Shout out. Yeah, hair. we should look, look at all these hairy boys. 
And <laughs> probably not ever going to go bald, most of us. And on that note, Jordan, so, we're going to let you go, man. This was great. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. No Have problem. Have a great bro. rest of your night. I don't. Well, you're only I an hour behind me. Yeah. In, are, is it 11 there? Yeah. 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 We're the same. Same time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, so, and come visit us well, sometime. You know, after you watch Waking Life, maybe hit us He's up. probably going <laughs> to offer you mushrooms, it sounds like. Yes. Um, but no, but well, if you ever come you. this way, we, we got you. We'll, we'll hang out and we'll do some stuff. I would love to go to the pub. Yeah, we'll go to the pub. We'll talk about theology. I like pubs. Yeah. Sounds good. good. There's a ton right. here. Um, so, yeah. Great. Uh, we'll, we'll see you, bro. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you all. Bye. That was Jordan breeding awesome dude i highly enjoyed that um also successful zoom call yeah <laughs> that was also just a little win on the side i suppose oh, i was successful zoom call. you're <laughs> yeah, gonna give just, that a five star rating worked. when it comes up it, and says how was your call it didn't fuck up that was great for us <laughs> And guys, thank thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do our our second podcast. We should do that Ooh, extra we one. It. We got let's What's jump that? to it. Oh, yeah, let's so, jump to um, too many. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and go into too many, and we're gonna watch some weird stuff. Give us about an hour, maybe. Come into so, the Discord. Come into the Discord. If you haven't fucking joined, join the Patreon. Get into the Discord for two fucking bucks, and you know. I don't know. Let's let loose. Let's watch some fucking. Oh, I never read the the chat. Some you never read the chat. No, I'm just read into. They it. were they were pretty tame. He's an anglophile. <laughs> I didn't know who said that. He's in the chat. Yeah, he was he was there the whole time. Yeah. It what was a good guest. Awesome. That was great. Oh yeah, no that I, I, that yeah. he's really a good, good sport. He's a I, good sport. He I, didn't you, he didn't know what this was. If you were yeah. close enough, Toby, I would have been drawing circles on your forearm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you flirting? Yeah, no, it's just a heady swirl, and I would have been that's tracing people, a circle on dude, your forearm. That's what you think a dude looking at another. That's what you think dude flirting is. Is drawing circles on a forearm? That in my experience, you know, my limited experience, you know. I mean, how many times have you got circles? No, 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 not, not a bunch. The one, have? just the once, just the once. Why are you I was trying to have nice circles off your forearm. I know. I thought we were having a nice, heady conversation, and you and thought we were flirting. Happened. <laughs> All right, let's switch over. Did All you right. have your go on the fucking Discord? Let's get into this dangerous. Uh, sketchy, no YouTube light. You look like you you you're in the band Weezer. All right, well we'll see you guys in like an hour <laughs> over on the Discord. We love you. Bye. Let's get some sketchy homeless guests. Yeah, bro. Let's, let's go to the gas station. Taco Bell Jesus. You yep. want to pick up a homie? <laughs> what homie means a lot of different things. All right, this was fun. Love y'all. Come over. <laughs> Come over. Come on over. Come on over, baby. Come on over, Davy. <laughs>